I'm excited to announce that you've all made MyPillow 2.0 a huge success. And with your amazing support, we've been able to expand MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. And to make room for this, we're clearing out a line of our percale bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm bringing them to you at closeout prices. Use your promo code and you get my king size for only $39 a set. Queens, $35. Fulls, $29. And twin size, just $25. I'm interrupted this commercial to let you know that we've received the last two shipments of these percale bed sheets and because of this i've been able to add more colors sizes and even prints and they're still at closeout prices so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now use your promo code and you'll get my king size only 39 dollars a set queens 35 dollars full $29 and twin size just $25. Order now. Once they're gone, they're gone for good. What is our common bond truly? Freedom. Freedom. Without freedom, you can't be a Christian no matter what denomination you belong to. You can't be a Buddhist. You can't own a donut shop. You can't drive from here to Oregon. You can't be an American because that's what it's all about. And it's the only thing that it's all about. Nothing else. Nothing else. It's about freedom. There is a time to pray and there's a time to stand. Previously, on the Pete Santilli Show. As, as COVID happened and as the death of George Floyd happened, you started seeing Jesus' name invoked as really a propaganda figure to justify certain beliefs. So, you know, as, as cities like St. Louis or Seattle or Portland are being burned to the ground virtually, uh, we have people saying, well, Jesus flipped over tables in the temple, so therefore we have to let people express their anger and we really should not get involved in this. Hmm. Um, you know, th that's not, that, that, that's antithetical to scripture. That's not at all what, what scripture is teaching in the instance where Jesus is flipping over tables. Um, we, we also see, you know, people were, were saying things like, well, Jesus had lived as a refugee, so therefore we need to be open for, for open borders. Or, um, you know, uh, because, I mean, there's one guy on TikTok, I saw a TikTok influencer with literally, you know, thousands and thousands of followers who made the case that, that Jesus was likely trans-affirming because he wore a tunic and that's a lot like a dress. You know, so we're, we're having this, this justification, these propaganda statements made. And for somebody that knows the word of God, this isn't, this isn't, you know, uh, this is easy to see through. I'm, I'm believing that everything that we're seeing um, is not of God, you know, it, it's not. It's of, of Satan, of Lucifer. These Luciferians have manufactured the entire um, dialectic, okay? the Hegelian dialectic. They, they want the chaos. 
that they're bringing. Uh, governance through crisis, you know, is um, is important. It's, you know, it, 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 to, to show their humanity at least to work mm -hmm. would be the bare minimum requirement I would expect. But but these people are godless that are on the other side. If if Israel knew what was happening, then you can bet that the United States knew there was trouble coming too. And I welcome to the show, Lucky Baseri. And Lucky, above and beyond uh, our initial introduction, um, you're not on the evening news yet. So I wanna let everybody know that um, that at some point you will be. But what, uh, what would you like to tell our, our listening audience as to why you're here, what you're about, and what you need to tell our listening audience about your advocacy? Yeah, so my name is Lucky Baseri. I'm a 15 year old. Uh, freedom fighter and patriot fighting to save this country from the far left uh and you know i've spoken at more than at several dozen events now and for the last two years i've been getting involved and i've been exposing what the far left is doing and how in combating it because it's not okay and we have to save this country it's the greatest country on earth and it's in peril and right now everyone out there needs to stand up because if not you then who so that's what i'm doing i took that call to heart and i stood up you know have you uh have you ever done any traveling outside of the united states no not yet i look i hope to though soon someday mm -hmm. and, and and these aren't you know challenging quite i mean you're uh, remarkably at 15 years of age what you just said is awesome everybody needs to take that into their souls um you you know this country to be the greatest country of all others and you, you haven't gone anywhere how'd you form that opinion well, you know, I may not have gone anywhere, but, you know, I do a lot of researching and uh, reading about these other countries. In addition to that, my dad and mom have both traveled the world. My dad's not even from the United States, so he's seen where other countries he's been in. He's like, he grew up in other countries. So, uh, you know, I had a lot, a very uh, diverse range of opinions when it comes to uh, how I got my information on these other countries. And just looking to the history, America is stayed strong for 250 years a free country never before in the, the history of the world does that happen a free country for this long not much political instability until recently uh went to left but i and i really think that all stems from uh, the, the constitution and the, you know uh, the God, god's principles being enshrined in that and faith freedom and family uh being the strong pillars of this country that are holding it up what it is uh, to be what it is today Uh, and, and that's uh, that's me. Sorry, somebody was was just talking uh, to me. Sorry about that. We'll we'll cut that little segment out. Hold on one second. You needed me to scoot. Okay, sorry about that. So, Lucky, if you don't mind me asking, because my name is Santilli. I was actually the first. Um, I had, uh, of course, my mom had nine brothers and sisters. They, they came here to this country and they fled fascism in Italy. And I was the first one born here in the United States of America. So I understood from my upbringing um, exactly what the difference was between, you know, Italy and my heritage and here in the United States, they called it the land of opportunity. That's why my, my grandfather's name was Giacinto Piscazio. 
uh, brought our whole family here um, for the same things that you just proudly proclaimed America is all about. So your upbringing has had a lot to do with, and we're going to get into what your advocacy is all about out there in California. And that's an important area. I spent 20 something years in California too. So I know a lot about what you're going to speak of, but your family upbringing is, is exactly what's given you, you know, your, your patriotism and your understanding as to what far left is uh, compared to where you are as a freedom loving person to the right of them. Right. Yeah. Where's um, if you don't mind me asking where, uh, where are your parents from originally? Yeah, so my dad, my dad uh, actually he fled uh, Iran when uh, when they were you know there was a takeover in 1979. He left that country. He studied in Sweden and then studied in the U.S. and he never looked back because he knew that America was a land of the opportunity and is a home of the free and the. Uh, and so yeah, and my mom is she was born in the United States, but uh, she was a reporter for many years. So she was in places like Turkey the Middle East, Mexico, Europe, uh, Russia. She's been all over the place. Okay, and uh, so you're Persian, can we say, right? I have yes. a lot of friends uh, or, who are from Iran and they uh, they proudly pro proclaim to be Persian. I've been to a lot of, you know, big Persian festivals in Southern California. Um, where are you from approximately? Don't give your exact location, but what general area of California are you from? Yeah, I'm in Southern California, Los Angeles County. Los Angeles County, okay. Yes. Have you ever been to that big Persian festival there in Orange County at the Verizon Wireless Amp Amphitheater? I have been. You have? I've been there, yeah. I love it. It's one of my, uh, one of my very, very uh, best friends actually, he's Persian and he took me to it. It was a, a cultural experience. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Hmm. Persian culture is, you know, thousands of years old, lots of, lots of rich history there. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, uh, being that, um, uh, that your dad fled Iran, a very oppressive regime, I mean, extremely oppressive, uh, regime, uh, he understands what freedoms truly are here in the United States of America. When you refer to the far left, um, why do you call them? Why do you call them far left? Not that not that it's wrong, but I just want to hear your understanding of what the far left is all about. Yeah, well, I call them. I label them that term because this is not liberalism. Liberalism is freedom. Is like the liberals advocate for freedom. This is not freedom. This is beyond any common sense. Beyond then, this is they're destroying the natural order of things. This is absolutely to the insane far left uh, in like you know political terms. It's the policies that they're advocating for are on par with, you know, like a so soft socialism. And in some cases it's hard communism, like AOC and uh, her little, her squad. That's how that they're really uh, are out there compared to what modern politics has seen. And even what politics was a few hundred years ago, it's really, they've shaken everything up and are destroying the natural order of things. They're making children question their most fundamental parts of, oh, who they are, you know, their gender, they are, uh, bringing all these radical economic ideas and this this crazy immigration policy and this the failed foreign policy you know you've seen biden in the you know the economic policies the bidenomics you've seen what that's done it's the gas prices where i am at right now we're driving by today it's more than six dollars for 
gas. That's absurd. That's not living. That's, you know, most people were struggling paycheck to paycheck. How are they supposed to live when there's $6 a gallon gas? It's absurd. Mm-hmm. It's, that's the, that's what the left is doing. That's, that's why I call them the far left. I think a better term for them would actually, they also call them is the regressive party. They're regressives entirely. They are, this is nothing to do with progress. They are going backwards. This is entirely wrong. Everything they're doing. They say that they're uh, inclusive, you know, and they, they want to help the, you know, the, the, the blacks and they want to help the LGBTQs and they want to help the, the Hispanics. And they're very, very uh, welcoming uh, and, and, and inclusive. They proclaim to be. Uh, do you find them to be inclusive or do you find them to be exclusionary? They are the farthest from inclusive as you can get. If you're not part of their echo chamber, then, oh, you're a fascist, you're a far-right Nazi, you're this, this, and this, and this. Because they are afraid of hearing any other voice. They're afraid of hearing common sense. They're afraid of any dissenting opinions because their opinions are so crazy. It's like, wait, it doesn't make sense when you start adding it up. It's really simple math. Um, so I, they're not inclusive at all because I have personally, I, was, I lost a lot of friends. I was attacked by a lot of people. Uh, to this day, I'm still, you know, facing a lot of criticism, a lot of backlash for just being a conservative, for having different viewpoints, because they are afraid of admitting the truth, and they are afraid of listening to other viewpoints, because it totally calls into question everything that they think to be true, which is totally, you know, as I've said, wrong. Mm. L- lucky, and that is your form. That's not just a nickname. That is your 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 legal name, your yeah. family given name. Wow. Um, you're 15 years of age and the wisdom that you, that you speak of, you know, I'm 57. Um, and at 15 years of age, um, I may not have been able to articulate as well as you are, but you didn't wake up when you were 15 and all of a sudden come up with these ideas. When did you start thinking these ways and having, you know, a, a very keen awareness of what's happening on the political spectrum? Well, I will tell you, God put this in my heart a very long time ago. I was really young. I was watching the news when I was two and three. Of course, it was the lamestream media at the time. I was watching CNN and MSDNC. But, you know, from there, I kind of developed into a real interest in politics. And then in third grade, my from, from third grade on, my teachers were promoting communism. And they were promoting uh, leftism. And in fifth grade, my teacher taught us to hate white people and said that colonizers were evil. And the descendants of, communis- uh, of the colonizers are racist uh they are living on illegal land and so that really made me you know i started getting in i started like questioning things I was like wait what what is why are they saying these things what does this mean so i did my own independent research and then i think when i was about seven or eight i gave my first uh municipal speech i was giving speeches at city council and uh you know more local issues like crime and homelessness but then from there when i was tw- uh 12 yeah 12 uh, right in the swing of the Gavin Newsom recall, because, you know, what I saw was Gavin Newsom's businesses were open, his stores, his churches, everything he wanted was open, his kids were going to public or, or to private school. Meanwhile, the rest of the state of California was deprived of an education. Small businesses were shut down. People were losing money, except for Gavin, except Gavin Newsom and his cronies were living like nothing was going on. And that's when I realized this, this is direct violation of the Constitution. Everything we stand for as Americans is under attack. And I just thought it was absurd and I would not stand for it. So I started speaking out. Wow. Wow. And uh, 
When I speak to you, I don't mean to be in a condescending way. You're 15 years of age. I'm going to speak to you, you know, as an adult. I wish I had a bunch of adults around me that would just, that would say what you just said, especially going uh, through COVID. Have you ever read the Constitution? Yep. I have a copy of the Constitution in the bookshelf behind me. You do? Can you show it to me? Yeah, grab it. Show it to me. My goodness. Hmm. I don't know if you can see that. Oh, yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah. What's the, um, oh, that's great. So it probably contains the Declaration of Independence in it as well, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, absolutely. And then I have um, another one back here, which has like uh, the Federalist Papers and Declaration of Independence and everything. It's like a whole collection, which is pretty great. Wow. You know that paragraph in the Declaration of Independence that says, we hold these truths to be self-evident, right? Do you know what that means? Mm-hmm. What it means is... I, this isn't a test. I just want to yeah. make sure that we're okay. both in line. But do you know Do you know what it means? Yeah. Yes, I do. What, what does it mean to you? To me, it means when we're looking around, when we're... When we're seeing uh, our nation, when we're seeing our cities, we are, um, you know, what we're uh, we're seeing all of like the, these truths. We're seeing what is going on. We are, we have these eyes. We can, we have credit. We have minds. We can see this. We can take this in. We, as a people, have realized that, uh, you know, in the British's case, that taxation was unfair, and what was going on was absurd, and there was a total. Uh, you know, impose, imposing of tyranny and the American people would not stand for it because the truths of, you know, their God-given rights, their, in, their inalienable rights, their right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness was under assault, and that's the truths that were self-evident to them. So, yes, and that's good. That's a good answer. Uh, yes, and uh, if you don't mind, can you open up your constitution because I'm going to walk you through some things that I'm sure you'll take into your soul and you'll It'll never break away, and everybody should understand what I'm about to read. So we hold these truths to be self-evident. Basically, they're real. They're in front of us. They're we don't even need discussion. It's like I'm a human being. You know, I mean, it's self-evident. I don't need to explain that I'm a human being. I'm a human being. I just am. It's self-evident, right? Um, that all men are created equal, right? that they are endowed by their creator with certain God-given rights. And that means I was born naked, I came here. Uh, God uh, said, well, you're gonna have predators down there. Uh, you know, uh, maybe you should, you know, you should fight off those lions, but you gotta get a registration. No, he, you have a right to defend yourself from predators and protect yourself. You have a right to come and go freely. He, he didn't say, well, you better, you know what? You better check in with the local political party and see if you can say certain things. No, you can speak freely, right? You can get together with people. Those are certain God-given rights. They're with you. Um, you, you, you can't uh, take them away. And guess what? You cannot give them away either. You can't just surrender them. So many people are willing to give them up. An unalienable right can't just be given away, you know, like, oh, well, God sent me down here, you know, and said that, um, that I could defend myself. Um, but you know, I, I don't like guns, so I'm going to, I'm going to give that up. I'm not going to defend myself. I'm going to dial 911. And that's what the left wants you to do. Call the government 
to save you in the event that you have a predator upon you with a you know with a gun because of course police are minutes away when milliseconds count right anyways i digress so we're born with certain unalienable rights you ready that among these rights are life liberty and the pursuit of happiness among them on top of what i just said life liberty and the pursuit of happiness right here's the main thing that to secure these rights to secure them to lock them in and protect them governments are put together among men and women governments are put together to protect our rights instituted among them deriving their just powers from the consent of the government that's like voting you go vote right that's consent and what is their job when we vote for gavin newsom what's his job number one job his number one job is to protect our rights period right there that one paragraph that i just read to you everything that we're about is in that one paragraph that whenever any form of government uh, becomes destructive to these ends. And Gavin Newsom's not doing his job. Um, that it is, now then it was a right, okay? Our founding fathers put together a right to alter or abolish it or for you to protest him and, and get him out of office, do a recall, whatever it takes. Um, but we have a duty to protect each other's rights and to make sure that our elected officials are doing it. You know, the entire Constitution is centered on that one paragraph alone. And that's what you're doing. When you protest Gavin Newsom, are you not saying, hey, look, you're not, you're, I heard you say, you know, our Constitution, this is a violation of our constitutional rights. He wasn't protecting them. And therefore, you protested him. How did you protest Gavin Newsom? Yeah, so um, I, you know, I want to kind of a speaking tour for like, last two and a half years it was really just tirelessly speak 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 i went to uh, tons of different events around the state of california i believe 47 47 events um from san diego county to shasta county all the way in the north uh, so north to south east to west the whole state of california almost whole state i covered speaking at these events fighting for freedom and against tyranny wow outstanding um and 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 even still um you still have a communist regime in place. Why do you think that's so? Yeah, I think it's so because the brainwashing, in so to speak, is so extreme that it's it's inescapable for a lot of people. You're there, you know, the the media, um, teachers, the you know, social media, everything, everything is in the in California especially is dominated by one party, one group. And, you know, they have cemented that power and they have strengthened it and they have put these, you know, restraints on it, like, and locked it up because they don't want to lose it. They are terrified of losing their power. That is their number one concern and their number one to go is to, is to continue expanding that power so that they can preserve it. Mm. And, you know, I think the reason the reason the recall did unfortunately fail is just because of the amount of misinformation that Newsom was pushing out. He was just throwing up all these lies about who, like, you know, defaming the characters of who started it, defaming uh not specifically me but like all the organizers of it you know uh, my friends who you know they call them fascists and nazis i can tell you right now that the people who started the recall were not fascists or nazis they were concerned citizens 
Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of people who supported the recall were not necessarily even conservative. There was a lot of uh, liberals and independents, Democrats, everybody who was supporting this recall because they saw what Gavin Newsom was doing as just total acts or uh, violations of the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they voted to change that. But instead, Gavin Newsom just did, did wanted to, to defame us and spread all of his lies. So that's why I think that there's still, you know, Gavin Newsom and his regime is still in place. Yeah. And like I said, I spent 20 something years. I'm a refugee of California. <laughs> uh, yeah, can you imagine? I went to like the uh, to register our vehicles here. I think I, I paid for two years, sixty seven dollars. And and I never paid less than like eight hundred and fifty dollars per year on a vehicle in California. You know, it was crazy. Um, but th- those are just additional because generally the people on the left, uh, they don't produce anything. You know, when you go to D, if you go to DC, if you're to take a look at the skyline, there's no smokestacks. They don't produce anything. They, they suck out of the, you know, the energy of the, their underlings. Um, here, here's my, um, my comments, you know, I want to, I want to get your, your feedback on, on this. Do you, do you think that it's just a group of ideas that they have that are just really bad? Or do you think it's a much more organized effort to destroy uh, what is so strong in our country, in our constitutional republic? Do you think it's just a bunch of bad ideas or do you think it's more organized than that? I really think their main goal right now is to break society so that they can reshape it and remold it. In order to change society fundamentally, you have to first break it. Is there? That's their mentality. That's their philosophy. So I think that's what their goal is: is to totally shake this, you know, shake the, this, shake the civilization, shake shake America from on every level, the federal, state, local levels, every you know, every government infiltrated, every uh, the nat, the, you know, the spiritual warfare. They're attacking the church. They're Taking, they're destroying the family. They're making a lot of these children, children of the state now. That's what they're passing in California. It's effectively the state can take away your kids for, oh, not like affirming their gender, you know, not abiding by their policies. So, yeah, I think what they're doing is reach, trying to reshape society as a whole. And I, I think it is much deeper than just bad ideas because we are far past, the, you know, bad ideas. When you're seeing, uh, you know, the DA of LA County, the district attorney, he's not prosecuting hardly anybody. And it's just, it's mind boggling. It's not even like, it's just, it's absurd. You know, people who are committing violent felonies day after day, week after week are being let out a day later, literally a day later. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And so, yeah, I think that's what it is. Your, your, your nickname online is political lucky, right? Yes. Uh, now I'm going to ask you something, that I'm, I, and I'm not saying this to stop you or to, just to discourage you. I mean, what what does the future hold for you? Because I would literally vote for somebody like you. I really would. Because our conversation has been centered on our Constitution and protecting our God-given rights. I mean, that's who I want, you know, um, in office for me. I'm a talk show host, so I'm not, a, I'm not going to be a, a politician ever, never desired to be. I want to hold them accountable on this side. But what does the future hold for you? What do you want to do? Well, you know, I think what it's going to take to, sh- to save this country is more patriots like Donald Trump and, uh, you know, 
like Donald, yeah, like Donald Trump and General Flynn and these people who are going out there and are getting involved in the political scene. That's what it's going to take is, uh, you know, patriots rising up, standing up and saying, no, this is absurd. I will not stand for this. I'm running for office because we can win. We will win. And some of us have won. We proved them wrong in 2016 and we can prove them wrong in the future. So that's what I'm, I want to do. You know, maybe I, I would like to start a show and start holding these people accountable. But later on, absolutely, I, will, I am going to run for uh, office. Yeah. You are. And uh, what sort of, you're just going to uh, practice at the local level and move your way on up from there, but you want to get into politics. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that's great. That's great. I mean, you've got a great start. Have you, um, you mentioned uh, uh, President Trump. You mentioned General Flynn. Um, have you met um, uh, these uh, these people that, I mean, they're freedom fighters, and I absolutely, absolutely agree with you. We could, you know, list a whole bunch of them. Have you met them? Have you met President Trump? I have not met President Trump yet, unfortunately. I hope to do that soon. Um, but I have met General Flynn a few times. Oh, you have? Yeah, very, oh. very good person. Actually, I met him uh, again last month at the Reawaken America Tour in Las Vegas. You did go to that. Wow, fantastic. Yeah. Did you get a chance to speak or you just met everybody? Uh, I mean, I mean, I didn't get a chance to speak at that one, but I mean, I've been, I was pester, I've been pestering Clay to speak at, at one eventually, but he's busy, so. I'm sure you will. Um, have you considered, I just think you're such an articulate person. I've been doing this a long time. Um, you know, uh, it, 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 you're very expressive, very articulate. Have you thought about doing a podcast? Yes, I want to do that in the future, um, you know, relatively soon. But it's just a lot going on right now as I'm, you know, rolling out another initiative uh -huh. uh, on this on social media. So you are. And what is that initiative? You know, so I'm working with another young patriot from the American Mercator, actually, Alex Stone. Uh, we're working to Alex Stone. I know Alex Stone. Yeah, he's your friend. Yeah, he's my ask friend. Alex Stone if he knows Pete Santilli. Yeah. I will do. I'll make a note to do that. We were with uh, with him at the uh, Mike Lindell event just a couple months ago. Yeah. Great, okay. great guy. Great guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, <clears throat> what we are going to do is go on social media. We want to reach out to the youth on their platform because what I'm seeing, there's a shroud of misinformation and left-wing lies on these platforms right now. So the platforms that they created, we want to use their own platforms to turn it against them because I've seen how it can be done. I've seen people do it in the past. And so I want to take it up to a whole new level. That's our goal is to bring it, elevate this to a whole new level with, uh, you know, young, young person, young person with, you know, marketing money involved and just really going out there and hammering down that these, what these people are saying, they're lying because the DNC has been doing it. They've been paying people hundreds of thousands of dollars you select their creators to go out there and lie to the to these kids and so we need to break that uh that you know that system and bring our bring our you know have the conservatives fight back that, on that front. that's such an important point you know because um you know uh you know they're speaking to uh the kids but their influencers are maybe the younger generation but they're paid to lie or or, or just speak of their narrative um, but the counter to that can't be some older person that they can't relate to. It has to be somebody of their generation, you know, right? I think it's important. They see the Gen Xers are the most awakened. Do you agree with that? 
Generation X. Yeah, I would say so. Generation Probably. X, more conservative leaning, you know. Um, yeah, we've got multiple generations that have been conditioned as almost uh, accepting the socialist ideals, and that's that's not good. It's gonna it's gonna take a little bit uh, to turn it around. Um, do, do you, if you could vote, um, why would you vote for President Trump? Well, you know, I think his record is very clear over the past, the first four years of his presidency where, he, and you know, even his camp, his campaign actually was another really big point for me when I was getting involved in politics is he was saying, we, we're going to rest, we're going to restore hope to the American dream. We're going to, you know, save America back in 2015, 2016. I have memories of that and very fond memories. And so, you know, I think his policies speak for themselves. What he's done has spoken for himself. And I really think, you know, it. He may be one, he's one of the greatest presidents that I think I'll ever see in, I think, in the last modern history, really. He's brilliant. He has, policy, he has great policy. He is very articulate. He's a strong fighter. He doesn't mince his words. He just tells it like it is. That's what I really admire. You know, you see these politicians on, you know, the news, oh, well, blah, 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 talking in circles, talking in circles, just avoiding questions, not actually telling it like it is. When what you need is, a strong, a strong man who is is going to tell it like it is when we're having these this difficult time. Okay, that's who can save us. It's not going to be these uh, weak need uh, politicians who'll just co who compromise, 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 and you know really not get anything done for the American people. Whereas Trump, he's getting things. He did get things done for America, for the American people. And in 2024, when he wins, I know he will again for 2024 through 2028. He certainly will. Wow. Wow. Lucky. What an amazing uh, young man you are. Okay. So here's what I want to do. I want to support you. I, I, I didn't, uh, I'm saying this sincerely, genuinely. I, I was told about you that I should have a conversation with you. Um, but I, I, I needed to, you know, to speak with you and I'm sure we'll get an opportunity uh, at some point to meet, to meet in person. If you're hanging out with Alex Stone, I run it in, I run into him all the time. He's everywhere. Um, but I want not only myself to support your efforts, but I want you to ask our listening audience, what can we do to help your efforts? Because it takes numbers, like-minded individuals, because I believe that, you know, in numbers, we totally outnumber these communists. That's my point. Okay. So what do we need to do to help support your efforts to help get the message out? So the best way you can support my message and get, you know, get the message out is just by following me on social media, seeing what I'm up to. Because um, obviously, you know, in fu the future, there will be other ways to support me, but they're not, you know, they're not there yet. So what you can do is find me at Political Lucky on Instagram, Twitter, True Social, and Facebook. Okay. What's your um, most reliable platform as far as you're concerned? Instagram, for sure. I think I just know how to work that one the best. I'm you not do. Okay. super tech heavy, but yeah. Okay. Are you concerned about the censorship by big tech? Absolutely. But, you know, I, of course I am, but absolutely, the only thing I think that we can do is we still have to combat on these, uh, you know, fight on these platforms because that's where the social media, that's where the, you know, the youth are. If the youth are on this platform, then we have to be there. We have to. It's mm -hmm. the only way we can have, you know, we can Gen Z and Gen Alpha can be turned into generations of patriots, God-fearing, America-loving freedom fighters, which is what we need right now mm -hmm. at a critical time like this. That's what we need. What uh, what events do you expect to be going to in the near future? 
So, um, not to be presumptuous, but I spoke to Doug Billings about his Determined Patriot Conference next month. Um, still waiting on that. And then I would, you know, I think I'm going to continue, <laughs> if Clay's watching, sorry, but I'm going to continue pestering him about Tulare County Reawaken America Tour. Um, and maybe the Turning Point event uh, in December as well. Have you met, do you like Charlie Kirk? Yeah, big fan of him. Big fan. Yeah, you're you're making all the right connections. Keep doing uh, keep doing what you're doing. I, you know, like I said, if I could vote for you right now, I would. So you, you might as well just uh, start your practice run, stay in contact with the right people. Um, and, and, and the younger generation is what I'm most dedicated to. I really, really am. I, you know, our, our listening audience is, a, is an older demographic, um, but, you know, we're concerned about our younger generation, our, our children, our grandchildren, and so on and so forth. So uh, we even have a younger uh, listening audience that tunes in. I was shocked one time because somebody uh, walked up to me in Oregon at an event, and she was in high school, and she asked me to, to sign her constitution. Um, I, um, I, I want to get in touch with you. Okay. Um, yes. I have, uh, some of general Flynn's pocket U S constitutions. They're, they're limited. Um, and I want to get you an autographed copy and get you a bunch. Do you hand out constitutions when you're out at events? Yeah, I actually uh, handed out, I have a story actually about this. Uh, two years ago at a Reawaken America event, my first one, I handed out pocket constitutions for General Flynn. You did? That's when I first met him. Yeah. Wow. Outstanding. You know, it's probably the best business card that you can ever have. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. absolutely. Uh, the gift that keeps on giving. So I'm going to get in touch with you, you know, off the air and offer, uh, you know, whatever I can to help support your efforts. How do you, how do you like uh, the new X platform? Do you, do you feel um, liberated as to, you know, the your ability to communicate on Twitter? I do. Um, you know, before that, I was getting constantly guidelines striked and everything, but it's mostly lifted, you know. There's still a few people that haven't been unbanned yet that I'm, uh, I would like to see unbanned. But as a whole, I'm looking at X and I'm seeing a lot of positive change there. You got struck on on Twitter for guidelines violations at 15? 12, 13. Yeah. Congratulations. You're my kind of patriot. Yeah, I mean cuz if you weren't getting getting censored on on Twitter then you're not a real a real patriot. So, uh yeah. lucky. Um again, get do you have a website right now? Not yet. No. Not working yet. on it. There's just okay. a lot of things in the works. Sure, sure. You know, I want to encourage you, I'm telling you, uh, best way to do it. Don't don't um you know, start out your your articulate you go out to speaking events, you did but you know, how do you become comfortable in doing uh public speaking? I think you'll you'll know this. You do it, right? When you started you were nervous and now you've become experienced with it. Same thing with podcasting. It's a great way for you to you know, to put a face and a voice to your ideas. And, you know, uh, Twitter's a good platform. So, but I'll get in touch with you uh, off the air and help you however we can. What a fine young man. And I'll tell you, um, that that is a 100% indication of who your parents are and who they've raised. And I, I want to commend your parents. You tell them Pete Santilli said that, okay? I congratulate them. I will. Yeah, please do. Lucky, thanks for joining me. I appreciate it.
Absolutely. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Hold on one second, okay? Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Frank Gaffney um, joins me weekly. Um, and if you haven't heard the name before, let me let me tell you, he's uh, founder, executive chairman of the Center for S Security Policy, a nonpartisan organization that champions peace through strength. He's the vice chairman of the Committee on Present on the Present Danger, China, and the host of Securing America with Frank Gaffney, a daily television program on Real America's Voice Network, and heard nationally as well on the American family radio network. He's syndicated, um, heard daily on hundreds of stations nationwide, but he acted as President Ronald Reagan's Assistant Secretary of Defense for International Security Policy. The senior position in the Department of Defense with responsibility for policies involving U.S., USSR, relations, nuclear forces, arms control, missile defense policy, and U.S.-European defense ties and before frank came on um i i told him that i was gonna just kind of lead us off and then and then throw the baton uh, to him because as a um you know marines are not known for their diplomacy by the time we're called in we take care of business we do we do our job uh but it's 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 not we don't come with flowers okay uh and uh the appropriate language that can be used, you know, if, if you consider me to be, you know, biased in favor of America first policies and so on and so forth. Sure. Uh, setting all that aside, never before, and I said this to Colonel Mills, never in my entire life have I ever had Jimmy Carter, as much of a ding dong that, as that guy was, he was at least actively involved in crises in the situation room but he, he was in way over his head but we've never had a president before and an administration that has zero regard for humanity just about they're just more concerned about you know let's save the planet at the expense of you know of the human population I, you know that attitude is is weird but um this, this um, display of ineptitude uh, at a time uh, when we need the best diplomacy that we've ever had, all hands on deck. We're literally on the precipice on, at a biblical level of World War stupid. Uh, and for Biden to even project that he was gonna be going to a barbecue and then take the day off, just that messaging alone is not the messaging that you want that peace through strength that frank gaffney is well aware of what we need and he worked dur during an administration that had the best set of diplomats that our country has ever seen um that's the kindest those are the kindest words that i could apply to our current situation and i mentioned before he came on uh i am mortified when i read an article that our u.s senators were consulting with Chairman Z uh, to, to put pressure on Iran. What is that? that? That is probably our weakest moment that I've ever seen on display 
in my entire lifetime. And I've been around a little while. I'm 57. Um, but I've paid attention to politics. I've paid attention to the various administrations. Um, we're at our weakest I've ever seen us. You ready for me to respond? Oh, yeah. Well, you said a lot of things that are important to elaborate upon. I, I think that uh, this is really not a defense of Jimmy Carter as much of uh, a clarification. The thing that I think distinguishes Jimmy Carter and Joe Biden uh, is not so much that one is less incompetent than the other as it is that one loved America. And I believe the other does not. And that would be Joe Biden. And I think you need look no further than his conduct on a whole host of issues. Uh, in fact, I think I've said on your program, Pete, uh, every policy he has adopted has had basically two things in common. One, it's been bad for America. And two, it's been bad either directly, in a lot of cases, or at least indirectly, uh, excuse me, it's been good either directly or at least indirectly for the Chinese Communist Party. And that's kind of the fundamental uh, critique that I would have of not only this president or, or is doing business as this president, but also his subordinates throughout the government. And I have to say, I, I think that applies to our diplomats as well. I'm I'm generally not as high on diplomats as I am on Marines, frankly, mm. because I think at the end of the day, uh, it's the capacity and the credibility of the lethality of those Marines and other personnel in our military that make diplomacy possible. Uh, and whether, you know, it was Chuck Schumer who thought of this on his own initiative, uh, or more likely he was encouraged or in fact, uh, instructed really by the State Department to use his opportunity to talk to Xi Jinping to make this request. You can bet if it were Tony Blinken who were there, or J Jake Sullivan, or somebody else uh, in you know the policy side of the Biden administration, they would be doing exactly the same thing. And yes, it I think can only further reinforce the contempt that the Chinese Communist Party has for the United States of America under Joe Biden. And contempt on the part of an adversary like Xi Jinping and a uh, inter transnational criminal organization that he runs like the Chinese Communist Party is not a good idea. You know, for what is this? There's a there's a trend here. You know, Milley, we know that he made certain decisions, picked up the phone and called his masters at the CCP and said, don't worry about it, no matter what Trump does. I mean, so subordinate to his chain of command, his commander in chief. He, he did that. Here we are, you know, the U.S. Senate going to China. Um, at a time when we should we should know, I'm going to make a statement here. And and and, and um, Colonel Mills said that this is a proxy war. China has been actively involved in getting Tehran 
obviously within the past several weeks. Look at uh, how they asked Tehran to or Iran to uh, join the BRICS. That's you know, and they're de-dollarizing. Um, so China's been actively working uh, and fueling uh, Iran and that terrorist regime in opposition to our interests. Obviously, um, we've worked hard over many many decades to help, you know, to help Iran. But but this is a proxy war. Uh, so why would you go in a proxy war? They should know that this is a proxy war. That China has influence in this debacle over there in Israel. Should they not? Well, I have to hold up my book. At I'll, this I'll raise you one. <laughs> the indictment, as you know, mm -hmm. is about the capture of America's elite. And I won't contend that everybody on that congressional delegation is captured, but I'm reasonably sure that Chuck Schumer is. And so it's not so much a question of what do they know about what we talk about in the indictment, uh, namely the war that the Chinese Communist Party has been waging against us for decades, as it is their willing submission to the CCP. And as I said earlier, I, I think that uh, whether it's the formal act of prostrating in front of the emperor that the Chinese in ancient times used to call kowtowing, or whether it's the figurative counterpart of it, which is pleading, or or simply uh, endlessly making pilgrimages to the seat of the empire, uh, Beijing, not just by four different cabinet-level officers of the United States without a single reciprocating visit by the Chinese here. And then on top of it, this uh, the, you know, the guy who is in charge of running the United States Senate and uh, whatever it is, 10 or so of his colleagues. I mean, look, we are encouraging the Chinese to believe that they can have their way with us. And uh, again, I think that's a very dangerous thing to be doing, especially at a moment when, as we argue in the book, they have evidently reached the point where they no longer think that this kind of unrestricted, pre-kinetic, uh, no Marines, kind of warfare uh, isn't sufficient. That it's time now to go to the old-fashioned uh, shooting kind of war. And God help us if they do that. What, what I think we're witnessing right now, by the way, is they've become several different fronts in a global war that ultimately will result in their going kinetic, uh, going violent, shooting, not just against Taiwan or maybe Taiwan in the Philippines or maybe Taiwan in the Philippines and Japan or Japan and Vietnam or who knows who all else, our bases in such places at a minimum, but also quite possibly against us as well. And that is the kind of thing we should be all about deterring at this moment, not essentially inviting. 
again, I, I said I'm not a dip, never, never have been. I've never been a, you know, strategist, diplomat. I understand what my role is, and I'm a talk show host. I'm not going to go run for Congress, right? I'm not going to. Someone needs to stay on this side of the podium to hold them accountable. So I, I say that. Um, uh, but I'm a, a historian of President Donald J. Trump, the art of the deal, and him using in every scenario, whether it be building skyscrapers, negotiating with the unions, getting his granite through the back dock, navigating his way through the New York state bureaucracies, so on and so forth. You, he will always use leverage <laughs> to his advantage, always. But to go to China, okay, uh, uh, you could do it behind the scenes and go to China and say, here's the deal. We need your help. You need to do this. And if you don't, you know, we're going to cut off your supply to both. We need your help here. We're on the precipice of World War III. You need to chum up here. You're either on the team or off the team. This is what you do. And that's behind the scenes. But publicly, you're projecting strength. Here we are on the world stage. We're going to lead our way through this. We're going to back not just Israel. We're going to back humanity. What's happening here? We're going to stop this. This could escalate. Let's resolve this and let's do it quickly. And we're going to lead the way. I haven't, I mean, Joe Biden's at a bar. You know, I'm picking on Joe Biden. We're talking about a regime here that all the way down to the, the frontline State Department forces in, in Israel, you have family members that are missing their American lives at stake, and they're not even, they're not even talking to them. That comes from above. That is a familial thing that is, it's, it's almost genetic to the regime. Um, it's not just Joe Biden. These are a bunch of Marxists that don't hold human life in high regard, do they? Uh, not ours. No. That's for sure. And, you know, I, if I may just uh, promote another book, I, I had a chance to uh, interview on our show, Securing America, uh, on Real America's Voice, Pete, a, um, a very interesting professor at uh, Drexel University in Philadelphia. Oh, wow. His name is uh, Dr. Stanley Ridgely. And uh, the book is entitled Brutal Minds. Hmm. And it's about the brainwashing that the radical left is engaged in in our universities. And, and this isn't exactly news that there are a lot of leftists in our universities and that they're inculcating um, a, uh, you know, pro critical race theory or diversity, equity, inclusion, or LGBTQ plus or transgender or climate change agenda among the student body. But what Stan Ridgely talks about, to your basic point about how far down the tubes we are, is that there's a whole nother level of effort underway in most of these colleges and uh, universities, namely the, the so-called um, student affairs or student services cohort, which apparently has been institutionally radicalized to embrace this whole thought reform uh, cult, basically, Marxist mm -hmm. uh, cultural warfare, uh, cultural um, cultural Marxist uh, takedown. 
And I just, I would commend it to your listeners, uh, Brutal Minds, because it, it really just helps further bring home not only what we're up against, but how it operates and the real inroads it has made into our country uh, at the leadership level and at the elite level and to some extent now uh, among the general population for a generation or two. And that makes that much more urgent, the kind of course correction that we talk about on this program most weeks. You know, I keep going back to Yuri Bezmenov. He uses the term. Uh, it's on a, even an even much grander scale. It, it, it's not, you know, if, if you take the various pieces of the pie, the entire pie is called ideological subversion. Yes. Right? Exactly. Multi-layered. And, and that's that, that Chinese you know, 50-year patient plan of achieving dominance. We've got multiple well, so generations. Was a Soviet plan, as best for off. That, that's but, right. Uh, that's right. communist playbook. Mm-hmm. Mao embraced it and made some improvements to it, for that matter. But um, where we are now is uh, we're watching this in real time. Oh, yeah. And certainly suffering the consequences. I mean, there's so much at You know what? Even, you know, one human life, and I'm not just saying this. I honestly believe this. If there's one American who is a hostage that's been kidnapped or harmed in the fashion that they are, um, you know, the deterrence is, or in the past it's been, do you ever do that? You mess with that American and you have just opened up a whole can of worms, right? Um as uh, as a deterrence, this terrorism where we're fueling terrorism. I mean, we funded the Mujahideen. I mean, we're reaping what we've sowed. We literally lifted the terror designation of Al Qaeda in 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 Tehran in, in in Iran. Hillary Clinton did that. They've done this over multiple decades. We've given the Iranians. We've we've tried to keep the Iranians on our side, but you know. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna apologize for saying it, but you know, when you negotiate with a carpet merchant, they will easily go to the better deal in a heartbeat. They have zero loyalty. So when China comes in, um, at our weakest moment, they're just picking up right where we where we left off. All the work that we've done to try to get to Tehran, you know, uh, caged uh, and controlled. Um, has gone out the window. So here we are. Now China, uh, with this opportunity and a very desperate moment, here's my question to you. Um, I believe, sir, and this is a question, I believe that we're in a very, very dangerous phase right now with China because they've got a short window of opportunity. And politically, they have from now until the 2024 election. And if they're ever to think about going kinetic, going to happen now it's not going to happen after the 2024 election well it could conceivably happen after but i think you're right well, this is the window and uh the, the well i can get away with it that is mm-hmm. at the moment yeah well it depends on you know who wins but it, if it certainly stands to reason that they will uh try to seize the moment when they know who's in the oval office or at least who's ostensibly uh, the president of the United States, and I and I don't say that facetiously. I mean quite literally. We don't know 
who is the president of the United States at the moment, um, because it's clearly not Joe Biden. No way. But, but you know, the people doing business as Joe Biden, and whether it's Barack Obama or whether it's his cohort or what have you, it, it remains to be seen. But what the Chinese know is the people around Joe Biden, the people running the administration, uh, both in the White House, by the way, and in the various cabinet departments are people they have high confidence will do their bidding. And in fact, that are. makes this very, very dangerous time indeed. Yeah. When I spoke to Sam Faddis, he said when he was a, a field operator and he had uh, recruited somebody, uh, the system says, prove up. Let's see if they're, if they're going to do our bidding. And you'd have to kick their tires. So he's already proven his mettle as a captured entity on behalf of the CCP. Um, controlled asset. Controlled asset. That's exactly right. Um, so, so Sam, here, here we are. Um, have you, uh, I, I don't want to over-sensationalize it. I just want to confirm, you know, my spidey senses. Um, I've never seen us at a weaker moment at a more critical time right now with what's going on in the Middle East. Never before have I seen that. Now, A. B, China, if they want to go kinetic, who has more warfighting experience? China has none, <laughs> virtually none especially in the technological age. Their communication systems haven't been, you know, they, they need to shake out the cobwebs on their, whatever they think they have in their ability to communicate uh, when things go, go kinetically. I mean, that, they, they have to get through that grind. So what better way uh, to affect World War III than by proxy, the way they're doing it right now? You got Iran, Hezbollah, Hamas, and and all the other entities in, in the Middle East, right? You sure do. And you've got Putin in Eastern Europe. Um, I think you're likely to see um, Kim Jong-un in North Korea being pulled in to some further distraction uh, as they get closer to pulling the trigger on their aggression in the Western Pacific. Um, who knows? You might see the Pakistanis set loose on the Indians. You might see uh, any number of bad guys that are very, very tightly aligned with China in our own hemisphere. Brazil, Venezuela, Cuba, for example. Um, there's all these Belt and Road countries that have been essentially colonized by the Chinese Communist Party. They've built infrastructure that will serve as, you know, power projection facilities for the Chinese. So all of that opens up a world of possibilities in terms of global combat operations, uh, unlike anything we've seen in the two previous world wars, that's for sure. And unfortunately, again, it comes back to, are they feeling deterred by us from doing this and i think the short answer is there's no evidence of that whatsoever especially with you know in their camp 
um, countries that have some considerable capacity to prove helpful to them and hurtful to us, like Russia, like mm. Iran, like North mm. Korea, for example. Now, I'm not just saying this to suck up to my guest. I'm your student of these things uh, relating to China. Um, so please pardon my ignorance of if I haven't learned the answer to this question. I see the the biggest wild card right now is Turkey. Turkey. Now, here's my question to you. How much influence has China had over Turkey? Turkey is a problem in its own right. Isn't it? Am uh, I wrong? Not, in, in no, that? no, no. I, I think it's a very serious threat, not least because it's inside our wire. Yeah. It's supposedly an ally, a member of good standing in NATO. Uh, but it, it has gone to considerable lengths to become part of the Chinese camp. Um, the Belt and Road Initiative and uh, various trade ties and, and, and turning a complete blind eye to the whole Uyghur genocide. You know, none of that um, great oh, that's Uma, right. uh, you know, Muslim right. um, solidarity thing. This is, uh, this is something they're willing to uh, overlook entirely in the interest of, um, you know, getting Chinese investment or uh, technology or weapons or political support or what have you. So I think it's a very serious problem with the Turks, uh, not, not least, Pete, as you know, within the past month, they have resumed the Armenian genocide. Yes. Oh, Armenia's getting drowned out. Karabakh, yes. Uh, they have eliminated, they've driven every man, woman, and child out of the place mm. who were Armenians going back millennia. The mm -hmm. first Christian nation yeah. was Armenia. And interestingly enough, I didn't know this until the other day, that Joseph Stalin was the one who created Azerbaijan to surround Nagorno-Karabakh as part of his endless scheming mm. to keep people at each other's throats so they wouldn't be restive under his dominion. I never knew that. Mm. Yeah. And so now they've driven them all into Armenia. And you know what Recep Tayyip Erdogan is saying? Armenia is next. He, really? he, intends to, he intends to insist that they give him a land corridor through Armenia so that he can get to Azerbaijan. Wow. So, hmm. uh, you know, this is a very bad character. And uh, his, um, his role at the moment uh, on behalf of the Chinese and, and against us against Western civilization for that mm -hmm. matter in Europe, not least, um, is, is very problematic. And, uh, I think we're going to see more jihadism out of him as he seeks to extend Turkey's influence, um, to some of the places the Ottomans previously ruled. Frank, I know you always have a tight schedule, so I don't want to hold you over because the last time I did that and you got the telephone call, you had another interview. One last question. Sure. Final. Sure. Um, how do you see this um, shaping up? Is this a, as significant of an event um, as I think it is, or it'll, it'll all it'll all work out? This is bigger than the incompetence of the United States. I'm sorry, I missed. What is the this? 
how do you how do you think this how do you how do you how do you think it'll it'll all work out i mean this this thing well you know israel you know last time when israel went after hamas uh, the global community came in and said stop you know cease fire and everybody go into your corners and and separate i think this is bigger than than something like that this could easily escalate um or it could be resolved how do you think it works out well, I think Israel has no choice but to destroy Hamas, yes. which is something they never set about to do in their previous incursions. They they wanted to weaken them. They wanted to eliminate some of their capabilities. But uh, I think they can't settle for anything less than a complete and decisive crushing mm-hmm. of Hamas. And frankly, uh, this will make the Battle of Fallujah look like a day at the beach, I suspect. Mm-mm-mm. I think the outcome is reasonably sure, but uh, there may be interventions, as you say, from uh, Hezbollah with its 200,000 plus missiles and rockets, or it may come from Iran or both, from Syria, in Jordan, perhaps, who knows. But I think what, um, what remains to be seen is whether, as in the past, the United States and other uh, European nations in particular, will insist that Israel stop, short of achieving mm-hmm. even its lesser missions, let alone uh, those that uh, are before it today. I pray that will not be the case. I, I think it's imperative that we stand with Israel. Uh, and by the way, Joe Biden doesn't mean it when he says that. In fact, until there was this very, very ugly invasion and all that accompanied it, he was doing everything he could to undermine the government of Israel and to, I think, final, precisely this kind of behavior. Final, final. I am so concerned about one thing. Uh, the Mossad's intelligence and operating completely independent is U.S. intelligence. Both of them together have worked well. Um, uh, how could you have two of the top intelligence services fail? That's very concerning to me, and that's my final comment. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, I I think there's explanations for it. Um, When you are dealing with adversaries who make a serious focus of effort, operational security, Mm. um, it's challenging to know everything about them all of the time. Uh, My sense is what happened with respect to Mossad, which has generally been penetrating, you know, the Hamas Palestinian community in Gaza pretty effectively, Mm -hmm. is that um, they must have been uh, denied access. Maybe they weren't working as hard to get it, Mm -hmm. perhaps because they were relying so heavily on apparently a a marble of uh, electronic and surveillance capability in this uh, Gaza wall. One final snarky comment, of course, the, what do they call it, the stack, the priority stack? At the top of the stack is global warming. That's on our side. That's uh, <laughs> on our that's, side. That's the right. CIA. But right. I, I would also say, I think when you've got a guy by the name of Mahir Bitar, who is a longtime Muslim Brotherhood operative, sitting as the director of intelligence in the National Security Council, Mm-hmm. of the United States, uh, it might be that your chosen 
uh, focus of effort is not just on something else, but even such effort as you're making in this particular space yes. might have been uh, precluded from getting the attention that it deserved. Sure. Give out uh, your website. And um, uh, of course, as I always do, uh, the indictment. Everyone needs to pick up a copy. We'll put the link uh, in today's episode. But uh, how can we stay in touch with you? Give us some marching orders. Well, I've got a bunch of them. Uh, honestly, uh, the book is at theindictmentbook.com. Uh, securefreedom.org is the easiest way to find our mothership, the Center for Security Policy. Um, the Committee on the Present Danger of China's website is presentdangerchina.org. It's got a tremendous amount of information, much of which we drew upon for the book. Um, our show uh, is securingamerica.tv, and I'm on a, most of the social media platforms at Frank Gaffney. I'm your biggest fan at 5 a.m. God bless you. Yes, so sir. Somebody's there. Thank you. <laughs> and especially that it's you. Thank you, Oh, Pete. yes, sir. Great Thank you, you very much. Thank you. God bless and uh, ladies and gentlemen, here we are. Um, settled in this morning was a hectic morning, and I just want to make sure um, we're good on our back line. Um, Karen, we're good. We're good in our threads. Everybody gets settled in. Strap yourselves in, okay? Strap yourselves in. Uh, this morning uh rumbles server on this on this side on the east coast the only way that we could get the show up uh was to was to get it off from a west coast server karen thank you for being out there on the left coast but we were able to get the show off so that's great uh, and on time too although we had our countdown we were slightly off that's okay what you are about to experience this morning and from here on out uh, is undoubtedly, as a matter of fact, I was just told two things, very important, two things by two very important people, okay? Both of whom I, you know, one person uh, I'm gonna be bringing on, the other person cannot come, come public. And I was told it's the most dangerous work uh, that I will ever do. Period. We're gonna we're gonna go up against the monster, okay? And I want everybody to stay God centered. All right. We are right now on the precipice uh, of World War Three. There's no doubt about it. And you know this isn't to scare you. Um, th this is situational awareness. And I'll give you one example of what I mean by that. When I mentioned to Frank Gaffney uh, that Turkey is the wild card, let me tell you where Turkey's uh, place their bets on the side of the Palestinians. This is not good. It's not good at all. Uh, they are a major ally, have been, uh, you know, since the beginning of time. Um, them siding with the Palestinians, er, the lines are being formed. Where this thing goes, we'll see as it starts to unravel, but I'm gonna tell you something right now. Uh, we have a situation where not only is Joe Biden captured by the CCP, uh, Joe Biden would not be in office if it weren't for the fueling by BLM, 
Black Lives Matter. You guys remember the Act Blue? Well, we forget. We have a, a terrible short-term memory, don't we? Does everyone remember how Joe Biden uh, and George Soros and so on and so on and Barack Obama and all of them, uh, all of the satanic white people, uh, were fueling up this Black Lives Matter thing? Black Lives Matter has a dotted line connection uh, to Hamas. Okay? That's not the biggest entity we're going to go after. Um, I have plenty of documentation. Um, I've been deep research. Hold on a second. Literally scrambling in a good way, right? To bring you what we're about to bring you in the coming days, weeks, months, and we're not going to back off, okay? Um I have some of the top experts on planet Earth that know exactly what direction I'm going, and that's why I'm being forewarned. Um, you guys want me to do this, or you want me to just um, you want me to just keep my mouth shut and let this this holy war take place here in the United States of America? You want me to? What do you want me to do? You guys want to go get them? You want to do God's work? I'm inspired, by the way, when I ask the Lord for discernment, and I ask him for as much information, where do I go, Lord? Uh, boy, he brings it. It's like, if you were sitting there and he had these electrodes, you know, tied to your feet, and he said, all right, Lord, you can go ahead and just bring on the electricity. Um, sometimes, um, not sometimes, sometimes, if he's willing to light you up, he will exceed your expectations. You've never seen the amount of electricity that he can bring. So you got to be careful what you ask. And that's what I've done here. So I, I will consider myself to be blessed. But I asked for it. Okay? So I'm not going to complain. I'm going to, I'm looking in the chat room. I'm, I'm going to go to a break here. And we're going to come back. And we're going to hit it hard. I want you to think in the following terms. Barack Obama, what is his background? Looking in the locals chat. What's his background? Hmm? Uh, does anyone remember the name Muslim Brotherhood? Does anyone remember what his connections are to the Muslim Brotherhood? Um, do you think that uh, Barack Obama has been working for decades now, uh, especially with his uh, his his buddy John Brennan? Okay, these are these are global Islamic terrorists that have been working a long time to take over our country. The Muslim Brotherhood infiltration of the United States of America, of course, with the protection of their Trojan horse, known as the Islamic re religion, right? Because if you say anything about them, you know, you're Islamophobic. You haven't been able to criticize them. There's an organization uh, known as CARE. Anybody heard of that organization known as CARE? CARE? Hamas? M-Gage? All right? Black Lives Matter. All of them. Joe Biden is captured by the CCP. Joe Biden is captured by Hamas. Period. 
Barack Obama is a Muslim Brotherhood NDAA basketball dribbler. He's behind the scenes. Been working on this for many years, folks. All right. Uh, I've pulled. Now, when I make a case, I'm not Islamophobic. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go head to head with an organization known as CARE. And that is probably an adversary that is bigger than what the U.S. government has to bring because they're part of the intel services. They've got the full force of the CIA, Mossad. I'm sure they're, you know, quadruple agents, okay? Uh, the people at CARE and M-Gage are Hamas. I have the FBI reports. I've got their executive summaries. I've pulled court documents, some of which have been sealed because they wanted to conceal the money flow from CARE to Hamas, the Palestinians, okay? Billions of dollars flowing with the help of the Treasury, with the help of John Brennan's cronies over at the CIA, um, Joe Biden. I will present to you here on the other side of this break um, that Joe Biden's candidacy was endorsed by, fueled by Hamas. He gave a speech when he was vice president to Hamas. Does anyone know that? It's not just Joe Biden, it's his regime. It's this entity like Valerie Jarrett, Hillary Clinton, Eric Holder, Barack Obama, that entire regime, okay? Uh, they should be treated no differently uh, because of their same uh, impact on humanity as what we've seen, you know, superficially. What we've seen uh, going on in Israel, it's all, you know, it's all pre-planned. They've been planning on this for a long, uh, planning uh, to do this for a long time, penetrate the Iron Dome. Can you imagine that John Brennan, Barack Obama, they have all this top secret information as to how to penetrate the Iron Dome, and it in, they in fact did. Isn't that a coincidence? Isn't that a coincidence? You find that to be coincidental? Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, I'm going to call Joe Biden and his regime a sleeper cell uh, that has been in place. Uh, this is Barack Obama 3.0, all right? Barack Obama operating behind the scenes. Um, Joe Biden is just the rubber stamp of this whole thing. Um, he's involved in it. He's straight up CIA. He's captured. Um, but here's our main concern. Do we have Chinamen running around in the United States? Yes, we do. Okay. Uh, are they a huge adversary? Absolutely. Are they using Iran, Hezbollah, and Hamas as a proxy in this war? Absolutely. Can China go kinetic with us, as Frank Gaffney said? And I brought up the point that they, they don't have war fighting experience. They haven't even busted their nut um, experimenting with their infrastructure, their military infrastructure. So they're going to use the experienced war fighters and terrorists as a proxy uh, to take down the United States of America. We're going to go after CARE. CARE right now. Anybody that's out there, I don't care who you are. Uh, Anybody that's out there that does not denounce and completely disassociate from the killing of civilians in the fashion that they are, essentially, 
God's creation, the children of God, adults as well as the babies, children of God. Anybody that sides with any political movement that caused them to not denounce, I side first and foremost with Jesus. I'm on Team Jesus. That's what I focus on. Secondly, aside with humanity, any entity thereafter, and it could be Israel. I mean, listen, Israel has been infiltrated. Israel has the same left-right fake paradigm that's going on. They've been infiltrated. On the other side of this break, I'm going to come right out of the gates and reveal something. Uh, and I've mentioned it before. If you're a regular listener, you've heard me say it. But I was told, you're not going to talk about that, are you? I'm like, yes, I am. I'm going to. I'm a dot connector. And one of the biggest dots that I'm about to bring forward here, okay, implicates John Brennan, implicates Barack Obama, implicates um, the former senior counsel for the FBI, James Baker, who also went to Twitter. These are straight up CIA intel people that have done something to Israel, right? Uh, to give them the advantage in this war. This is just the next step in their process. And I'm gonna expose it uh, on the other side of this break. You're gonna hear from Joe Biden giving his campaign speech to Hamas, okay? We're going after them. Joe Biden is a Hamas sleeper cell. Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're thinking, another gold commercial. But don't put the TV on mute. You owe it to yourself to listen. Stock markets may be high right now, but they'll eventually fall. And when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at GoldCo today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. Are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns? Lockdowns, natural disasters, power outages, or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal. Time waits for no one, and neither do emergencies. PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies. You're not just buying food, you're buying peace of mind. Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food. It's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. Cardio Miracle is the finest and most comprehensive nitric oxide and vitamin D supplement in the world. Made from the highest quality ingredients, Cardio Miracle is driven and backed by science and committed to your health and well-being. 
Get your 60-day, no-risk, money-back guarantee now at CardioMiracle.com. Introducing the Portal Universe only on QUX. This is America's first super app. Easily build your portal, share and monetize video content, live stream, products, music apps, and more. Engage in live chats and private video messaging. This isn't just a TV box or streaming device. This is your social television console. Become a merchant without any setup or monthly fees. Buy and sell using QDUX tokens for private and secure encrypted transactions. You control the ads you watch. You control the content you see. You have easy access to products and services you want, all at the press of a button. QUX brings people together, enhances fellowship, community, and networking capabilities, while protecting privacy like never before. Don't wait. Go to QUX.TV right now and order your QUX TV box today using promo code PETE. Be part of a new digital frontier. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. This is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. The new MyPillow towels are exclusively made with 100% USA combed cotton with proprietary technology and with maximum absorbency. They dry you faster and are guaranteed to work. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled MyPillow. And to thank you for all your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you get my dog beds for as low as $19.99 or for a limited time you can get my six-piece towel sets regularly $109.99 now only $39.99 the lowest price ever with your promo code banks are supposed to be the safest placeholders for cash in the world but in 2022 that changed the federal reserve pulled out 2.5 trillion of liquidity out of the banks and the fed also changed the requirements so banks don't need to keep any funds on hand this means banks are starved for liquidity and have now become very dangerous places to hold your assets. Get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, Ph.D. at 720-605-3900. Be sure to tell him Pete Santilli sent you. Stay with me, all right? Uh, ladies, you don't know about this, but I'm doing it, okay? So I want everybody to pay close attention. Um, this is the biggest battle that I will have ever fought, ever. 
and it's only with your permission, okay? So if you respond accordingly, all right, um, then, then I, I will lead this, I, I fearlessly, I think you guys know me, right? Fearlessly. I'm not going to back down. I'm not going to back down uh, if you guys say, all right, let's go, Pete. This is the, the battle of all battles, okay? This is, it is a holy war, and it's going to be waged right here on American soil. And it begins, I'm telling you right now, this morning, CARE, okay, is holding a rally. It's coming, folks. Get ready. We start talking uh, outwardly against our biblical adversaries, all right? And, and that's those that say that their God is the only God. Uh, no, you have a select amount of time. I'm going to forewarn everyone right now, go to the scriptures, read them, and come to Jesus as quickly as possible. That's what I ask you to do. And that includes the Jews, okay? Uh, that doesn't mean I'm against the Jews. We have a role to play with the Jews in the Holy Land, all right? We have to warn. I mean, unfortunately, the people of Israel at a certain point are going to be called to flee Israel. We have to warn them. Uh, God, at a certain point, uh, will bring them to Jesus. And they only have so much time to accept him as the Messiah. Yeah, you know, they, you know what they did uh, to him last time. We already know how that battle was fought. Thankfully, he, he died for our sins. He was the Messiah, and he will, on his terms, return again. Between now and then, it is going to get nasty. Six trumpet war is upon us, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not a preacher, all right? Um, you know what I'm doing? When, when things, when the going gets tough, um, you know, where do I go? Do I listen to the mob? Do I go online and listen to this chatter back and forth? And I hear this group's advocating for this group. And then right now, or you'd be sitting right in the middle of a hellstorm of social media influence operations. They're going to try to pull you one way or the other. There's only one way, ladies and gentlemen. Any social media platform or entity or group that is not advocating for the following come to Jesus. Okay. That's it. That's my main focus. I'm going to stick to the scriptures. The prophets have written. The word of God is in the scriptures. There is one way. There is one king of the universe and everybody else can try to sink their hooks into that. Good luck to you. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to stop you. I'm not going to be able to stop what's coming. None of us are. But it's coming. It's coming. How long will it take? I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not a predictor. All I know is between now and then, I'm going to follow a certain path, and it's going to be inspired by God. So I'm going to say this politically. Even the government of Israel is communist. Okay, and I'll say this: these people that got shot by Hamas, you got a bunch of gunless people out there. All right. That's what you get when you're popular, right in the middle of the most dangerous place on earth, Israel, you have a bunch of disarmed people. Good luck. Don't complain. 
I, I say don't complain. Of course we complain. We're horrified by what happened. Uh, but that's the result of your, t your terrible policies. Every single kid that was at that festival should have had guns. Oh, by not doing that, guess what? You allow Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, and that whole entity to work with Iran, funnel money to, um, to Hamas. They have all the guns. And then, of course, they're the ones that say that they want to disarm their adversaries. Of course they do. Everybody go get freaking guns. Now. 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 Don't you ever, ever tell me, oh my goodness, they shot me, I called 911 and nobody can. Of course, they own 911, ladies and gentlemen. You're already been, you've already been flagged. When you dial 911 and ask for medical help, you've already been profiled. There's a company called iConnective. They took over the entire text and telephone system. And when you call for 911 emergency services, if you're not for the Palestinians and Hamas and the global jihad, we'll get to you whenever we can. We're backed up with calls. You're not going to get 911 attention. A foreign entity now controls the 911 system. That's a fact. Go look it up. iConnective is a subsidiary of Ericsson Corporation. Who's Ericsson Corporation? The only company on planet Earth that's ever been twice prosecuted for supporting terrorism. Twice. Not once. Twice. All of the men and women that we've sent to the meat grinder of the Middle East. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Ericsson was using phones to blow up IEDs. Ericsson Corporation. Literally. And in the, the court docket, there's thousands of troops that have been maimed, that have been killed, because Ericsson Corporation was supplying all the technology to the global Islamic terrorists to blow them up, blow up our troops with IEDs. Ericsson Corporation. Well, guess what? Their subsidiary called iConnective was just given the authority to control all of the text messaging and all of our phone uh, numbers in the United States. That terrorist organization was prosecuted twice, has a subsidiary that controls all of your telephone numbers. Okay? That is a fact. Go look it up. I don't have time to go into this now. This has been in the making for many decades. This, this is the jihad that John Brennan swore an oath to. Okay? That guy needs to be arrested, tried, and I'll tell you what, do not give him the penalty of death. I want him kept around and tortured, okay? Just for what he did. He needs to be prosecuted for letting the 9-11 hijackers in from Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. I'm gonna say this, um, Hamas, okay, and what they're doing to Hamas, that's just a little practice run for what we need to do to these communists that are here in the United States of America. We need to do the same thing to them. Same thing. The ones that are running around right now. John Brennan needs to be arrested immediately. And those that refuse to do it, and you think that I'm extreme by calling for accountability for those that have not only hijacked our country. Let me tell you what John Brennan did. You want to hear what John Brennan did to Israel? Israel needs to bomb 
John Brennan, okay? I'm saying that right up front. You know what? You want to know why? He did two things. He did two things. He let the 9-11 hijackers in through Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. He should be held to account for that, yes or no? Is, is, is everyone with me? Is anyone with me? Is that an extreme concept? That's not extremism, is it? Is that extremist? Anybody wants to call me an extremist for asking that John Brennan be held accountable for allowing global Islamic terrorism, okay? John Brennan, the CIA director, knew full well that Osama bin Laden was on his payroll. I have a whistleblower who told me that Osama bin Laden was on John Brennan's payroll, period. I want him held accountable. Now let me tell you what John Brennan did to the Israelis. And before I do, I'm gonna announce something right now. Um, I want you to, I need, I'm gonna need your support. I'm, I can't do this by myself. And if you guys don't support me, uh, trust me, I can't afford to put my neck out there. I will not survive the onslaught that will come from what I'm about to share with you, okay? Uh, I'm going to offer right now, if you go to our locals channel, uh, PeteSantelli.locals.com, from, from this second forward, on this October 11th, 2023, I'm going to record this right now, on this October 11th, 2023, I'm going to ask you for your support, and I'm going to, uh, basically, I'm just creating a cash flow mechanism uh, that will allow us to do this thing and you guys get all the benefits, okay? Uh, cash is king, gotta shore up my defenses. We gotta keep running. We need a team to be able to dig into this stuff and we're gonna do it. So if you guys want me to surge on and, and, and you're gonna make that decision after I make the following disclosure about John Brennan and James Baker and Barack Obama, but this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna ask you to go to PeteSantilli.locals.com. And anybody, even if you're an if you're an existing subscriber and you, you wanna re-up and you know cancel your monthly subscription and get an annual subscription for $45, right? 45 bucks. So and I, I think I'm giving away three months. It's $45, 50 If you can afford to do more, that's great. All right. What I'm gonna do is we're going to, you have to pay for the shipping now, okay? And we'll set this up. Just get your subscription. From this day forward, you will get a MyPillow 2.0. I'm going to give you a MyPillow 2.0. Uh, and this is, what size is this? Ah, here it is. This is a queen medium loft while supplies last, okay? while supplies last. I think we have short of 100 in stock right now, ready to ship. And we will make arrangements with you. Go to my uh, uh, my locals channel, PeteSantilli.locals.com, all right? You, you pay your 45, 50 bucks, right? 
and then we're going to ship you a pillow. You got to you got to cover the the shipping costs. I can't pay for the shipping costs. I can give you the pillow though. How much is the pillow worth? How much is the queen? Hmm. Mike Lindell, okay, has given me a good deal. I, I was going to apply it to. Of course, we've been shipping uh, pillows to the judges and stuff like that. Uh, but I want you guys to get pillows. All right. I want you to get them. Uh, how much are the queens right now? If you go to mypillow.com, take a look at it. I mean, I'm going to give you a free my pillow, huh? Normally $79.98. $39.99 on sale for, right? Uh, with promo code Pete. I'm going to give that to you. So you get an annual subscription at locals, the PeteSantelli.locals.com. If you have a monthly subscription, convert it to an annual, and I'll send you a pillow. All right? I'm going to do that. So, you you know, you you basically help us. We fuel it. Uh, we fuel, you know, our, our war chest. We ship you the pillow, and then I'm going to give you an annual subscription to our Locals channel. All right? Because I'm going to be doing stuff on Locals, a couple of things. We're, they're, they're getting ready to pull the plug on the financials. I have, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to have to say this, and he's listening right now. He's the most important person on planet Earth as it relates to what's going on with the financials. And he's going to come on, and he's going to help us make sense of it. We're going to do uh, little uh, segments um, uh, on you know every every few days. He's also going to come on for Q and A's on locals exclusively, um, on the financials. We're in a, but they're they're going to pull the plug on our financials. He is the top. I would say, the globalists would use this guy to find out where they're going to move their trillions. Okay, and he has reached out to me, and he understands we've got a God-centered approach to this. You will get just in that alone. If you've got a nest egg and you want to protect it just the information alone. He's not going to give you financial advice. He's going to give you the right information so that you can make a decision. We're going to have conversations uh, between um, Dr. Kirk. We're going to call him Craig, the financial guy. Okay. I need to figure out how to identify him. He's in a bunker. Uh, I've known him for the past couple of years and I'm going to bring him forth now. Now it's time to do it. You will get that in addition on our locals channel. Okay exclusively the best financial information in the entire world i'm not exaggerating that's a fact okay that's a fact we're we're actually i mean i just want to do it on locals okay right now i got that mechanism you guys can go to pizzantilly.locals.com get an annual subscription if you have a monthly convert it pay for an annual subscription okay and then we will go through, um, Karen, we'll have a way uh, to where all of our annual subscribers, uh, we'll just give them a link, right? And then they'll be able to get it. It'll be a comped pillow and they'll pay for shipping. We'll do it through a Pistol Pete store. We'll have that set up by the end of the day today, all right? But as, as these orders come in, just know, as soon as you get the uh, annual subscription, it's worth a worth of my pillow um, which the my pillows 40 bucks right you pay 45 for an annual subscription you're gonna get a $40 pillow 
Then, on top of that, you're going to get the best financial information in the entire world. And if you don't agree that we're working hard for you, that's the, those are just two items right there, okay? The MyPillow, the great uh, uh, financial information about the collapse that's, that's in progress right now, and then we're going to go after CARE, all right? We're going to go after Hamas. We're going to go after Black Lives Matter. We're going to go after Barack Obama. We're going to go after John Brennan. Now you're going to make your decision as follows. Should you invest? I have uh, been in contact. Uh, we're going we're gonna to call him the Reaper, okay? With somebody who had, I'm just going to use for simplicity's sake, all right? Just keep this in your head. 50 disks, 50 hard drives that showed that John Brennan, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, all of them, the entire cabal, had used the equivalent of the NSA's top-level technology for spying on our adversaries overseas. And it was developed since 9-11. And that technology, when it was in the hands of Barack Obama and John Brennan and Hillary Clinton and James Clapper and all of them out of Fort Washington, Maryland, 50 disks proving that Americans were spied on. Corporate espionage worldwide were delivered, and I'm turning this off, okay? I'm gonna go over the top here. Just bear with me, I'm not interrupting this to, to go over the top. 50 disks were to be delivered because this person was a whistleblower. It's all documented in the federal court system, by the way. There were arrangements made for this person to fly in because of the security clearances of the FBI agents that were to take this information. James Baker, okay, you had to have SAP level clearance. They had to have a special skiff set up with agents that had high enough clearance because it's the most, it's the highest level of secrecy. Um, this technology was in his hands. And he flew to Florida, okay? And in flight, there were five disks that were removed from the packages. In flight. So 45 disks. I'm just using a rough number. It's actually, yeah, it's like 30. Two versus 27, something like that. But forget about it. Keep it in your head. 50 disks were in flight. Five disks were removed from the packaging, never before to be seen as it related to handing it to the FBI, giving it to them in a skiff, and then being held in the custody of the CIA. And this is verified on the court record, by the way, in federal court. Okay? This is what I'm telling you is backed up with legal documents, federal judges, and rulings. Chapping. Foxtrot, $100 Rumble rent. And please continue to support us over at Rumble. And you know what I want you to do? Subscribe to us on Rumble. Monthly subscription, $5 monthly su subscription. You know, we're, we're weak in that regard. If you like what I'm about to tell you, and you want me to continue on, I haven't even gotten to the care stuff yet. Ladies and gentlemen, five disks were removed uh, from that package that was to be delivered formally to the U.S. government. 
And guess what was on those five discs? All of the evidence that Barack Obama was spying on Israeli intelligence. I was told to never breathe those words. Has anybody ever heard me say that? I think I let it slip. Madonna W58, thank you. That's great if you're a subscriber over on Rumble. You don't have to. Stay on Locals. If you're a subscriber on Locals, you can drop tips. You can support us right there. Thank you. Okay. Um, so funnel your, your help. Just encourage me. The best thing you can do over at Rumble is encourage people to become a subscriber on Rumble or Locals. Okay. Um, if you're a Locals subscriber annual... Right, you could convert, you know, from it, it, this is from this day forward. Annual subscribers that come in, forty-five dollar, you know, uh, annual subscription. Boom, uh, you, you're going to get a a free queen-sized my pillow two point All right, you can subscribe on both. Yes, you, cer you certainly can, but you don't have to. You know what I want you to do, uh, Mama Donna, is encourage other people, push that thumbs up button. I want to hit the top 50 on a regular basis. Encourage them to subscribe. Encourage them to support us. We need it all hands on deck. So thank you for all of your support. So ladies and gentlemen, those five discs that were removed, guess what? Those discs are still in safekeeping. We have evidence right now in possession of team jesus okay it's all backed up stealing those discs didn't do anything because the reaper has everything okay and he's got insurance policies and dead man switches no joke and by the way they tried to stop him from testifying in federal court to what he knows about all of this and guess what the judge said He's revealing crimes against the United States of America. You cannot prohibit him from disclosing that because you cannot put a top secret security privilege on crimes against the United States of America. So within the past six weeks, I think it was, he was compelled by a judge to give his testimony. The major, major revelation. This has to do with the information about the blackmail, the surveillance, the co-opting, everything against Israeli intelligence services, okay? Guess who has the remaining balance of the disks? Mike Lindell. He was entrusted with holding on to these disks. Mike Lindell is Mike Lindell. He's not a, a big tech guy. I mean, he, he's a big tech guy to run, you know, some of the top websites on planet Earth. Mike Lindell, you ever notice how confident he is as they just take everything away from him? Did you guys ever notice that? You want to know why? Because he's got the goods. And he's got the law on our side. And he's got all the right patriots on, on his side. Okay? That's why. We're never backing down. We're not going to stop. They could, let's say they wipe out and launch a drone strike against my pillow it's not going to stop this information from coming out 
why Netanyahu doesn't go to the podium and say, hey, we want to know what you did to our intelligence services. What information's on those five disks? Right now, that's being suppressed by the U.S. government or the people, the bad guys in our government, okay? I was told to not talk about those disks in light of what's going on in Israel and in light of the fact that Barack Obama's Muslim Brotherhood supported Hamas just so happened to have all of the right information to get past the Iron Dome and Israeli intelligence um, to basically be standing down while tens of thousands of Hamas troops come plowing over their border? Why would we not want to bring this forward to Netanyahu? Why doesn't Israel launch a drone strike against John Brennan? Why? If you're going to bomb Hamas, why would you not bomb John Brennan, who is literally, he's had blackmail against your intel services. He owns them. Barack Obama had a terminal in the White House. How do I know that? Hmm? You want to challenge that? Anyone want to challenge that? If I seem overly confident about this, it's because I will walk through the valley of the shadow of death and fear no evil because I know he's with us. We're going to go forward with this. Do I deserve your support? Just for mentioning what I was not supposed to mention. I was told not to talk about Fort Washington, Maryland. I was told not to talk about the five disks and Israel. And here we are on the precipice of World War Stupid, okay? And I say, burn it down. As far as with truth, burn it down. Burn the whole corrupt system down. Barack Obama and his Muslim Brotherhood will be defeated. Few guarantees in life is that no matter what, whether I'm here or not, he will be defeated. God wins. If I deserve your support just with that one bit of information alone, nobody has this. I will have the exclusive when this person can go public. I have audio recordings that were given to me with permission for safekeeping. We have insurance policies. We have dead man switches. Okay, we're not stupid, all right? We're going to defeat them. There are military-level people that are aware of what's going on. President Trump knows, okay? President Trump knows. How I came into this was divinely dictated, okay? I'm not going to go into the long, drawn-out story, but it, it, it happened uh, back in 2019, in fact, Back in 2019, and I had no idea what was going to go on in the world after that. But that's how I came into contact with everybody that I'm talking about here. Okay. So obviously God has a plan for me to deliver this information to you. Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with, are, are we going to be together on this? Do you, do you fear? anything at all. Do you? Do you fear anything? I want you to go to Pete Santilli.
PeteSantilli.locals.com. That's PeteSantilli.locals.com. And it's right at the bottom of the screen, right there. See that? PeteSantilli.locals.com forward slash support. Forward slash support. Sign up for an annual uh, subscription. I'm going to send this out to all of our text messaging, right? As a matter of fact, uh, I'm going to say this. I'll put this right at the front. You're receiving this message. Listen all the way through on this. Looks like a 20-minute clip. You need to listen to this. I need all hands on deck. Uh, I'm going to send out a text alert with this message. Um, I need uh, a war chest. I need your support, and I will lead this thing. Now, come back to this episode. Uh, if you're getting this text alert, come back to this particular episode uh, from Wednesday, October 11th, 1776. All right, listen to the next section that I'm going to go into, and that is to go after Barack Obama's Muslim Brotherhood and CARE and Black Lives Matter. All right? So go to PeteSantilli.locals.com forward slash support. Sign up for an annual subscription. Um, and then I'm giving away a queen-sized MyPillow 2.0, all right, which is just short of the annual subscription. And then on our Locals channel, when you listen to the entire rest of this clip, you're going to discover that we're going to bring you the top level, like the globalists are not going to have access to the information that you're going to receive. This person has decided to work with us because he knows we're on a mission from God. That's it. It's one of the best. And you'll know this right away. By the way, I, I will tell you this. When this person from the financial sector comes on and you hear him and you see the information that we're going to, if you do not believe that this is the top guy in the entire world, I'll refund your annual subscription. Okay? Period. This is not about an annual subscription. This is about winning this war against Satan. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Amen. We're not going to lose this battle, okay? Saudi Arabia sent a formation, fought, amen. Look, the amen's coming in, all right? We're going to do this thing. And let's find out if you guys are with me. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to do this by myself. I haven't even gotten to the really, I mean, this is good stuff that I just presented. That's pretty bombshell information. Is there anybody out there that had not heard me mention about the five discs that were stolen, okay, from the package that was to be, it was actually under escort on a commercial flight in a sealed box. The box was opened and the five discs with serial numbers that had all of the information about the blackmail, surveillance, co-opting of Israeli intelligence services. Is this the first time you're hearing this? I, I can't get on, uh, on Rumble at all here. They're probably blocking my IP. Punisher says, for the record, I did not take the five discs. Guess what, Punisher? It doesn't even matter, because we have copies. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, yeah, the Reaper. All right, here we go. You ready? Uh, I'm going to, like, if I were to do the entire presentation from here until the end of the show, I would end with what I'm about to play right now. You're going to hear the words of Joe Biden meeting with, remember, M-Gage, E-M-G-A-G-E. Uh, by, by the way, anybody want to challenge me on anything that I'm presenting? I will likely get dragged into court, by the way. That's why I need your support. Uh, because I need a bunch of attorneys to tell them to go kiss off. Everything I'm going to present here is in the words of Joe Biden, from court documents, from the FBI's own reports, and we're going to stick to the facts. And the facts are that what you're about to hear has already been researched. It's already been investigated. There's a reports right here. I'm not going to be launching some defamatory campaign, okay? If you're enough of an idiot right now, and you would be an idiot, to be supporting Black Lives Matter after I tell you what I'm about to tell you, good luck to you. Good luck to you. Go support Black Lives I, I believe Black Lives Matter, too. All right? Except I'm not stupid. I don't go following Black Lives Matter because I want to support Black Lives Matter. And Black Lives Matter is literally Hamas. Okay? Dotted line to Hamas. They are. Act Blue in the upper right-hand corner. Patrice Colors pouring libations. You guys remember all that crap? You remember the burning of the cities? You remember all the violence that came? Remember all the pallets of bricks where Antifa and, and Black Lives Matter were coming? Do you know where that infrastructure came from, ladies and gentlemen? Do you think it had anything to do with Hamas? Do you think it had anything to do with the money that CARE has been able to drum up on behalf of the, the Council for American Islamic Relations? It's a freaking CIA storefront, okay? for collecting money and laundering it and filtering it to the Palestinians in Hamas. Everything you're seeing in Israel going on right now was brought to you by Barack Obama's Muslim Brotherhood, okay? You, you wanna challenge me on that? Bring it, come on, let's go. Let's go, Obama. You're going down, you freaking Muslim Brotherhood supporting global Islamic terrorist puke. You can call me Islamic phobic, Islamophobic all you want. I say this, I'm not Islamophobic. I'm gonna put out a message right now. You wanna call me Islamophobic? I'm not. I love the peace-loving Muslims of the world. I do, that do the following. You number one, better denounce, denounce and disassociate completely with what just happened against those babies and those fellow humans. You must do it. I don't care if you're for or against Israel. I don't care, I don't care. You will step forward if you are a peace-loving Muslim right now and say, I am a peace-loving Muslim and not even a thousand years of oppression. Because you, they're going to say this, ladies and gentlemen. They're going to use the Islamophobic Trojan horse. You won't be able to talk about them because you're Islamophobic. And then, you know, if they say, we stand with the Palestinians, we stand with Palestine, Israel, no, there's no such thing. There's not even a thousand years 
of oppression and abuse to justify what just happened, period. Does that, anyone disagree with me on that? Now, I don't care if you're for Palestine or you're against Palestine or you're for Israel and you're against, I don't care about your discussions over there at Twitter time suck. I don't care about your advocacy for the Palestinians. I don't care about that. I don't care about your oppression of the Palestinians. We must support. I support the Palestinians too. I don't believe that any human being should be cut off and enslaved or oppressed or anything like that. But I will never chop off your baby's heads. I will never rape your freaking women. That's not war. That's barbarism. That's Barack Obama-ism. Barack Obama He's a filthy freaking murderer. I wouldn't be surprised if they're sucking adrenochrome from these people. That's how sick they are. And Joe Biden is a Hamas sleeper cell. And I'm going to prove it to you right now. You ready? On this clip that I'm playing right now, I'm, I'm going to town. This, this is where, this is the jihad right here. And we're going to win it. And I'm a freaking leatherneck too. Don't forget about that care. Don't forget about that Hamas. Don't forget about that engage. Don't forget about that Linda Sarsour, you freaking terrorist. I'm going after you and I'm not Islamophobic. I accept you. I will hug Linda Sarsour if she does the following. She denounces female mutilation. She denounces what happened to human beings, the babies and the people that were, that were brutalized I don't care what side you are on the political issues, on the geopolitical, I don't care. You denounce that and disassociate from it, and I'll stand with you to let, let you at least speak. If you don't, you're an enemy of humanity. You are on team Satan. That's it. You're either on team Jesus or you're on team Satan. Anything else, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. You're not going to be able to stop me. You might be able to stop me, okay? And when I move on, worry about the big, grand ogre of all ogres, the king of the universe, who's going to come and kick your Allah's ass. Okay? Allah, okay? Allah. Aloha snack bar, you freaking terrorists. And that's not Islamophobic. I'm going to read your little Sharia law, okay? I love the peace-loving Muslims. I haven't seen any, all right? Denounce Sharia law. End female mutilation. Disassociate with what went on in Israel or perish in the pits of hell. That's it. This is your final warning. This is not Islamophobia. This is the jihad. And if you want to challenge me, don't talk to me. Talk to the king of the universe. Ladies and gentlemen, what I'm going to present to you is Joe Biden, all right, being set up by these freaking terrorists, okay? These female mutilation supporters, the global Islamic terrorism supporters, the Muslim Brotherhood supporters. These are very intellectual people, very smart. They know how to launder money. Ask Barack Obama's brother, okay? Barack Obama's brother was a money launderer. 
for the Muslim Brotherhood. All right. Barack Obama is going he's going to be arrested. OK, if not, let's strap him to a building in Gaza. OK, for what he's done to humanity. Uh, let's do this. Israel should go get Barack Obama simply because of those five discs that were taken that proved that Barack Obama was surveilling Israeli intelligence services. The Mossad needs to go get Barack Obama. Can I get an amen to that? Not me. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to report it. What do you guys think of that? That idea. What do you think? I'm going to put this out publicly. Mossad needs to go get Barack Obama because of those five disks that prove. And by the way, we have copies of it. If you need evidence of it, we can go to a federal judge today. Today. I challenge anybody. Anybody want to challenge me on this? I have court documents. I have the CIA on the court record, okay, uh, by the U.S. government acknowledging that the CIA has possession of all of this information. And that's evidence of crimes against the United States of America. Anybody want to challenge me on that care? Huh? You want to challenge me? Let's go to court. This will be the biggest freaking lawsuit you've ever seen in your entire life. It's the biggest. There's nothing bigger. And your freaking sleeper cell, terrorist, suicide bomber named Barack Obama and Joe Biden, okay? Here they are, ladies and gentlemen, sucking up to the global Islamic terrorists like Linda Sarsour. You puke, sue me for defamation, you freaking terrorists. You better denounce what happened. If I hear her mention anything about siding against the babies who supposedly had their heads chopped off, this has been reported by Fox News. And what has been done to the women that were taken off the street? Linda Sarsour, you better come out and denounce it and disassociate with it. Otherwise, you are to be strapped to a building in Gaza, all right? That's what needs to come to you. You need to get out of this freaking country, you female mutilating, Sharia law loving freaking terrorist. Topic for today, um, we really had some compelling visions and uh, paved why we all have a critical role to pay play in this collective journey to November. Um, so I wanna thank everyone who joined us today in this first panel. Um, this work is only possible because of your resilient dedication. Leadership is not easy, um, and especially in this movement that we're building now. So thank you so much. Um, I'd like to sh uh, turn our attention to Engage co-founder and chairman of the board, Khoram Wahid. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Ladies and gentlemen, M-Gage. Remember M-Gage. Is this the first time anyone's ever heard of M-Gage? Please tell me. M-Gage. Is this the first time? M-Gage. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, yes. You know who they are? Huh? Hamas. We'll go by the FBI's own documentation, okay? Let's weaponize the FBI against these global Islamic terrorists. This guy on the right-hand side of the screen, he'll probably try to sue me 
And guess what? Based on the documentation that I have and all the analysts that know exactly who he is, he's literally a leader of Hamas. He just put uh, the name M-Gage in front of it. Yeah, and you're going to see Joe Biden suck up to him. Watch this. Watch this. This guy needs to be strapped to a freaking building in Gaza. Okay? He's a terrorist sleeper cell in the United States of America. Sue me, Mr. Salam Aloha Snack Bar. And I'm not a... Uh, Islamophobic. I love the people of Islam that denounce what happened in Israel, that denounce female mutilation, that denounce Sharia law, that denounce global Islamic terrorism. Otherwise, you should be strapped to a freaking concrete building in Gaza and Israel just blast you with Willie Pete, white phosphorus, mother scooter. Terrorist. Terrorist, Mr. M-Gage. Hello, let's bring Joe Biden. Huh? Joe Biden, Vice President Biden, the sleeper cell. Yeah, Karoom Wahid. Takbir. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us here today. I want to take a moment and talk to you about Muslim Americans. Yeah. Muslim Americans, like all of America herself, are from every race and ethnicity. Some, like my parents, adopted a new nation for stability and opportunity. Freaking terrorists. Others have been here for generations. Maybe not voluntarily then, but part of the fabric now. Where every link of the socioeconomic ladder but we are connected by a common set of values that allow us to identify ourselves as Muslim Americans. Yeah, but For guess me, what? Hold Muslim on. Americans are heroic people. Yeah, and, and you know what? You better be heroic because guess what? The Christians are coming for you now. And that's not Islamophobia. We know what you're doing. You're a bunch of Satanist communists. Okay, we're coming for you. Is there any anybody with me? Did anybody see all the videos they put out there in their social media influence operation to get you? For, you should be fired up for this. You should be ready to go right now to join me in the jihad. This guy, Karoom, Wahid, Allah, freaking Takbir, Aloha Snack Bar. We're going to freaking do the equivalent of deliver so much information to you. It's be You'll wish that a suicide bomber walked up to you. I'm about to blow your freaking system up right now. You and your sleeper cell, Joe Biden. That son of a bitch was captured by the Chinese and they're running a proxy war now, right? Come on, Mr. Wing Chang, freaking Winnie the Pooh. Come on, bring your little proxy war. Your people can't even, they got brand new uniforms and guns and communications. You can't even, you're not even war fighters. You don't know how to fight a World War III. You gotta go just like you typically do in our society. You communists at the CCP have to operate quietly behind the scenes and exploit the energy of all of your minions, right? In the, the proletariat, 
We're going to bring your freaking communism down. And guess what? You think you're going to have our country by a proxy war? Hey, Winnie the Pooh, you better be praying to God. You better be praying to God. You better grab one quick. Engage Hamas. The guy on the right is with Hamas, tracked in federal court. I grew up with parents and siblings who were part of building local communities through institutions. I saw how hard it was to put today's time into building for tomorrow. Yet this community has done that repeatedly. And most of those people are here with us today. F your community. Representing institutions that champion human rights for all humans. No, you at don't. Home and abroad. You liar. You liar. Fighting for civil rights every day. Not no, just for Muslim Americans, but for everybody. That's a freaking Feeding the homeless and providing disaster relief. And providing free health care access to anyone who needs it. And money laundering. In a United Hamas. America, Muslims believe we are collectively raising each other's children. We don't. Uh, you know what? You freaking communist. The Muslim communist. community has long felt marginalized, okay. scapegoated. You, you communist. You freaking global Islamic terrorist communist. That's why you freaking brown shoeless freaking communist. That, Lord Snuckbug. You run around with your little freaking Quran, right? You don't even know. You think you're a peace-loving Muslim. Next thing you know, you're running heroin all throughout the world on behalf of who? Ladies and gentlemen, how many Pennsylvanians do we have right now? How many Pennsylvanians do we have right now? Why are you not? Okay, if you're all fired up for Israel to go bomb Hamas, why are you not on the lawn of Fatula Gulan? Who's Fatula Gulan, ladies and gentlemen? Who is it? Who is Fatula Gulan, ladies and gentlemen? He's in the Poconos. He's the world's largest trafficker of heroin. And he's dealing with you. Oh, Allah, Allah has me. Allah, Allah has me doing the good work of the. No, you're a freaking terrorist. That's why General Flynn wanted you. As a matter of fact, I'm glad that General Flynn didn't do it. He wanted Fatula Gulan kidnapped. Don't think that Turkey's not a small thing in this thing. You know what we need to do? We need to tell Turkey, you side with us and we'll give you Fatula Gulan. What do you think of that, ladies? I'm creating an international incident right here, live on the Pete Santilli Show. You think I'm joking? You want me to put General Flynn on the line? Huh? Fatula? We're going to come kidnap Fatula Gulan, the terrorist, the guy that's trafficking heroin, that tried to overthrow Erdogan in Turkey. Turkey, who's now siding with the Palestinians. I say you change your mind. And the ransom will be Fatula Gulan. Who's Fatula Gulan? Come on, folks. You think, you think I'm a dot connector here? We're about to bring some freaking dots and holy hell upon these Satanists. Operating under the guise of, oh, the community. Screw your community. I got a bunch of individuals. They, they're not part of any other community other than I got, you know, I'm just a one-man band, and I, and I got a phone booth, and I call my Lord, and he tells me what to do. And he's inspired me to tell you to seek shelter immediately. Okay? otherwise but instead of moving off into a corner and hiding and giving into those feelings they've created movements 
movements such as Engage that counts their votes, fights for the policies that reflect their collective values. Yeah, count our votes, you freaking Both as Muslims people. and Americans. In order to support those who are our allies, public servants who join our values and will be with us to fight for human rights, we denounce your social values. justice, and a more inclusive America. It's screw your inclusion. That is why Engage Action has endorsed you, Mr. Vice President, oh, and why we are so honored must. to have you here. Ladies and gentlemen, what you just heard right there, and we're going to continue on, okay, was an endorsement by Hamas, okay? You think I'm joking? Hey, Karum, Wahid, Owa, Tajur, Kayam, you want to bring a lawsuit against me? Come on. You want me to read all the documents I've been reading? All morning, you want me to bring all the people I have who are witnesses to your freaking money laundering of billions of dollars, right? You got Act Blue, you got the Black Lives Matter. That's why Black Lives Matter and their multi-billion dollar operations kicking up, supporting the Palestinians because you're a bunch of freaking global Islamic terrorists, okay? And they're here in the United States, ladies and gentlemen, and they're being activated right now. Right now, thanks to the good graces of Mr. Collective Communist, frickin' engage. Sue me. Sue me. Please. Sue me like you did everybody else to try to silence. Your worst frickin' nightmare is about to take place. Everybody that you've sued to silence, guess what? They're all gonna sit there silently. And they're going to have me as their ogre. You're going to wish you never silenced anybody to expose you. John Guandolo, right? He's one of them. They silenced him, didn't they? The whole bunch of people. I can go through that whole list. You freaking terrorists. We're going to strap this guy to a freaking building in Gaza just for a live stream. Today, this is truly a historic moment for Muslim Americans in the United States and abroad, where a presidential nominee has engaged us as such a high priority. It shows us that you care. You care about us and our values and the issues that we care about. It shows us that you believe in us. Mr. Vice President, I want you to know that we believe in you. I know you'll prioritize issues that affect Muslim Americans because you've said that when you attended the Islamic Center of Delaware, and you said publicly that you believe that Muslims should not be vilified, that Muslims are part of America. You know what? You have moved forward. That, my, my, Muslims, okay, Americans are part of America, okay? Again, this is what we're going to say, because they're going to they're gonna do this to us right now. They're going to do this to me, and I'm going to end this clip on the following. I am not Islamophobic. I love the peace-loving Muslims that do the following, and I'm adding it to the list. You denounce and disassociate. Even if you believe that the Palestinians, the Palestinians have been oppressed, not even a thousand years of oppression and slavery will justify what happened to human beings. God's precious creation. That's it. I side with God. I side with humanity. You will side with humanity if you're a peace-loving Muslim. You will denounce global Islamic terrorism. You will denounce female mutilation. They're Ilhan Omar and fat-footed freaking uh, Rashida, Anagata Rashida. Huh? You will denounce all those things. And you denounce Sharia law. 
you do all those things, I'm with you. Shoot, I'll, I'll go to your local mosque. I'll, I'll take off my, I'll stop wearing deodorant and go to a freaking local mosque, okay, and, and get down on a, on a carpet, okay, with you, all right? We'll do that. You know, I'll do that with you. If you denounce what happened in Israel, regardless of the oppression of the Palestinians, because I side with anybody that's been oppressed like that. I want the Palestinians to rise up with me because you're used as a bunch of human shields for Hamas and Barack Obama and John Brennan and Hillary Clinton. The Palestinians think that they have them, like Joe Biden, on their side to fight against the oppression when, in fact, the ultimate oppression is happening. You're being used as a human shield. I side against the Palestinians being used as a human shield in the global war on terror. And actually, it's beyond that. We're now far past that. We're now in the jihad, okay? It's the jihad. It's the holy war of all holy wars. Guess who wins it? You have a short period of time. As a matter of fact, let's add the next bit of criteria. You ready? I'm not Islamophobic. I'm pro-Jesus. I'm going to say this. That if you're a peace-loving Muslim and you're a godly soul, then you must accept Jesus Christ. And of your own free will. I'm not going to force you to do that. You have a short period of time. Choose wisely. Funding to nations with large Muslim populations, not for military purposes, but for health and education. And you've championed the inclusion of Muslim American institutions at the policy table on a wide range of subjects, taking them out of the lens of only national security and encouraging them to be seen through the lens of national assets on a wide range of topics. In addition, I know you're an empathetic human being. It's something I love most. I feel that's what's missing right now in America. And I count on you to restore that sense of caring for the collective. With you, Mr. Vice President, we will not just have a seat at the table, but a real voice. And we want to partner with you to fix the societal harm of this Trump presidency. And we know you're the best person to lead our nation forward, and we're putting our trust in you. And because of that, we are behind you. We have a swing state strategy, and we will deliver for you Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Florida. We will activate large groups of voters in Texas and Arizona. We will turn out 1 million votes nationally. And we're going to ask everyone we know to vote Joe on November 3rd. With that, everyone, I introduce to you the next president of the United States, Mr. Joe Biden. Uh, now, what do we say? Uh, Aloha snack bar. And when you hear Aloha snack bar, what should you be doing, ladies and gentlemen? Hmm? This is not Islamophobic. When you hear Aloha snack bar, plug your ears because there's, there's an explosion coming. I'm going to put together a list. They're going to call me Islamophobic, okay? These filthy, freaking shoeless, non-deodorant-wearing, filthy... Female mutilators, global Islamic terrorists, Fatula Gulan, heroin trafficking supporting money launderers that use the front fence of the charter schools nationally 
Fatula Gulan in the Poconos. Why is he in the Poconos, ladies and gentlemen? Does everyone agree with me that General Flynn was right? He should have kidnapped Fatula Gulan. Yes or no? Yes or no? Whose side are you on? Fatula Gulan needs to be kidnapped. Why doesn't the Mossad come and get Fatula Gulan? He's the largest supporter of global Islamic terrorism, and he's allowed to live thanks to the good graces of the Clintons and the CIA to live in Pennsylvania. And nobody in Pennsylvania is doing anything about it. Why don't you guys go get, in Pennsylvania, you in Pennsylvania, go get Fatula Gulan uh, out on the front porch. Ask him if he can have a barbecue on his front lawn. Hmm? You think I'm joking? I'm going to make the list. You ready? I'm not anti-Muslim. I'm not an Islamophobic. I'm anti-Sharia law. I'm anti-global Islamic terrorism. I'm anti-female mutilation. And I am anti-anybody siding with anybody that harmed children and women and men, civilian men, uh, in this recent holy war in Israel. Outside of that, if you're with Hamas and you're supporting Joe Biden, Joe Biden is complicit in your terrorism. He's a sleeper cell and he's being activated right now. Mr. Chairman, thank you very much. Hi, everyone. And and uh, everyone at M-Gage uh, for organizing this event. Look, uh, I want to thank M-Gage and uh, the PAC for endorsing my campaign. I can't thank you enough for all you've done so far, and that's for, uh, for thank you for taking the time for watching today. Look, one of the things I think is important, I wish, I wish we taught more in our schools about the Islamic faith. I wish we talked about all the great confessional faiths. It's one of the great confessional faiths. And what people don't realize is one of my avocation is theology, don't realize is that we, we all come from the same root here in terms of our fundamental basic beliefs. And uh, I just want to thank you for, uh, for giving me the opportunity, for being engaged, for committing uh, to action this November, to doing what's been, uh, been that's, uh, that's never been done before. You're registering and turning out one million Muslim voters this November. It matters. Your voice your voice is your vote. Your vote is your voice. Muslim Americans' voices matter to our communities, to our country, and but we, we all know that your voice hasn't always gotten recognized or represented and uh, or the recognition it deserves. And uh, and that's your right as a citizen. You know, you're, what, what you're doing is making a real difference. I mean that. Yeah, and you know what? And what we're going to do is make a real difference. He should be evacuated from the White House, he should be. He's, he's literally acknowledging acceptance of support from Hamas right here. Does anyone not believe me? Do you, do you not believe me? Okay. Uh, I just presented a case that, that Joe Biden, all right, in this presentation here uh, that I just did, right, just accepted an endorsement and a million votes from an organization known to be Hamas.
They're called M gauge. Okay. M gauge. Um, they went after John Guandolo. They destroyed John Guandolo. John Guandolo's documentation is all backed up anyway. Okay. It doesn't matter what they're going to try to do. You can't cancel God. All right. You can't cancel the king of the universe. It's just a, a little warning to you, all right? Just want you to know that. Does everyone agree? Uh, do we have it solidified that you just heard an organization with Walid Awa Tajir Kayam? That freaking Sharia-loving, female mutilation, endorsing, global Islamic terrorist supporting, supporter of what just took place against humanity. Um, because and under the guise of, oh, Palestinians have been oppressed. There's no such thing. There's no, not even a thousand years of oppression and enslavement justifies what just happened. Ah, no wonder I had it on the wrong screen. Here we go. You ready? Um, you're gonna you're gonna hear the words here. Oh, come on, please. You guys forgive me. I'm a one man band, but that's okay. I seem to be doing pretty good, right? Uh, I want to remind you. Um, I'm looking for your support. I'm looking for your support, and I need it. I'm going to be sued for what I said, because, you know, that's what they do. They have hijacked the DOJ. They've hijacked the FBI. That, that, if, I, that if, I speak out, if I speak out in this fashion, they'll shut me down with lawfare. If I speak out, they'll get a court order to say that I will go to jail. Okay? That's what, that's what they're doing to people right now. Um, your worst effing nightmare is about to take place. Because guess what? Uh, I want Mike Lindell, all right, to meet with Netanyahu, all right? Mike Lindell right now has the crown jewel for the Mossad. Mike, Mike Lindell, okay? Now, by, by the way, I'm saying some pretty powerful things here, aren't I? I am with God. Mike Lindell is with God. We are with God. I want to know where those five discs went that were taken prior to being delivered to James Baker's FBI in the skiff in Florida. Where do those five discs go? I want those five discs, which we have a copy of, to be delivered to Netanyahu. What do you guys think? Hey, Netanyahu, Barack Obama was blackmailing your massage. No wonder why they got past the Iron Dome. Here's five discs that show your entire Israeli intelligence services has been compromised. And Mike Lindell's gonna be the one to do that. You think I'm joking? I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you something right now. I was not allowed to talk about this, about the Israeli discs, because they said, if you wanna continue to exist, 
keep your mouth shut about is uh, the, the five discs that went missing. As if I'm afraid of Barack Obama and John Brennan. John Brennan, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, all of them had, and there's evidence on those five discs, that they compromised the Israeli intelligence services. And Mike Lindell can bring the person forward that has all of the evidence. You think I'm joking. Can I get an amen? Listen to who M-Gage is. M-Gage, who gave the endorsement a million votes to Joe Biden, who is now out there shilling, okay? Shilling, oh, we're going to bring, uh, whoa, 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 hold on a second. You're going to be... You're going to be doing what? You just funneled billions of dollars to Hamas. And now you're calling for, you know, standing with Israel. How can that happen? How can you accept an endorsement, uh, Joe Biden, from Hamas, from Engage? How can you do that? It's a conflict of interest, to say the least. Is it not? Is it not a conflict of interest, ladies and gentlemen? Hmm? Here it is. Understanding the threat, here's Engage. Hi, I'm John Guandolo, president of Understanding the Threat, and welcome to this uh, really a breakdown of Joe Biden's speech, online speech, to a group of Muslims a week ago Monday, July 20th, 2020. And the reason we're going to break this down, and I'm going to take the time to walk you through what he said, is because what he said matters and is important, especially how wrong he got certain things and how dangerous it is what he did. But I'm going to begin with who he was speaking to. He was speaking to a Muslim conference run by and hosted by Engage formerly Emerge USA, which is a Hamas Muslim Brotherhood organization. And so you have to ask if the guy who's going to become the next president isn't aware that he's speaking to a conference run by, organized by a foreign terrorist organization, I'm not sure uh, where to go from there. So, so let me just break this down for you right now. As a side note, in 2019, the Open Society, a George Soros organization, gave $1 million to M-Gage. So just kind of put that on the table uh, as a little uh, appetizer to what we're going to be talking about here. Well, M-Gage was founded uh, by a couple of people, but the lead guy was Karam Walid, and uh, Walid is a Muslim attorney uh, who's a Hamas leader. He was the leader, uh, 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 leader of CARE in, uh, in Florida and was also the legal advisor to CARE National, who is CARE, the Council on American-Islamic Relations. CARE was created in 1994 by the U.S. Muslim Brotherhood's Palestine Committee, which is Hamas in the United States. For those of you not aware that CARE is Hamas, Go to our website, understandingthethreat.com, and right there on the homepage is a and block you can't, that says Karis Hamas. 
And Click ladies it. and gentlemen, you cannot go to that website. Why? Because they took down understanding the threat. Okay? But guess what? That's not going to stop us, is it? And we have put together a list of some of the high points, evidence, and facts detailing uh, CARES founding and the fact that it is, in fact, a Hamas organization. Now, besides being an attorney and representing some of the most uh, notorious terrorists in the United States, like Sami Alarian, the leader of Palestinian Islamic Jihad from Florida, um, uh, Ahmed Omar Abu Ali, the uh, Muslim who was arrested and is serving life sentence uh, for plotting to kill President George Bush, among many other charges. Karam Walid, he has ties, as I just mentioned, directly to CARE. He's worked directly to CARE, which is a Hamas organization. Now, it's worth noting that uh, Amin Mitha, on the founding documents for MGAGE, is listed as a principal, as a treasurer. Uh, at the time it was created, MGAGE was created. And interesting, his son, Farouk Mitha, was the National Muslim Outreach Director for Hillary Clinton. So this is how the Muslim Brotherhood works. This is how their network works. And uh, I wanted to, to just lay a couple of those things on the table, just about Engage, before we even begin speaking about what Mr. Biden said. And one last note. This is kind of an important note. The uh, on Engage's you know about us page, the executive director for Engage for Michigan is Nada Al Hanudi. Now you may have no idea who Nada Al Hanudi is, but those of us who have worked counterterrorism issues for a long time know that name because her grandfather Mohammed Al Hanudi was a senior Muslim Brotherhood Hamas leader in the United States and revered internationally. Mohammed al-Hanoudi, we have uh, FBI documents showing that he raised over $6 million for Hamas. He's an unindicted co-conspirator and was involved with the conspirators of the 1993 World Trade Center bombing. Unindicted co-conspirator in the largest terrorism financing and Hamas trial ever successfully prosecuted by the US government. U.S. versus Holy Land Foundation. He was identified as a member of the U.S. Muslim Brotherhood's Palestine Committee, which is Hamas in the United States. Now, there's a lot more about Muhammad al-Hanudi, um, but that, that might be a good start for you. Now, his son, Muthana al-Hanudi, is a convicted felon for violating U.S. sanctions against Iraq and the FBI identifies him as somebody working with Iraqi intelligence against the interests of the United States, among other things he's involved in. His daughter is Nada Al-Hanudi, who, besides being a uh, ground coordinator for Rashida Tlaib, the jihadi member of Congress, well, one of the several jihadi members of Congress, uh, and Nada Al-Hanudi is an executive director for uh, Engage specifically in Michigan. So that's setting the table. Now what I'd like to do is just let Joe Biden talk and I'm gonna intermittently stop and just make a few comments. Engage and uh, the PAC for endorsing my campaign. I can't thank you 
enough for all you've done so far, and that's for, uh, for thank you for taking the time for watching today. Look, one of the things I think is important, I wish, I wish we taught more in our schools about the Islamic faith. So 13 seconds into the video, Mr. Biden says he wishes we taught more about the Islamic faith in U.S. schools. Uh, what's interesting is he thanked M-Gage for endorsing him for candidate. So Hamas, Muslim Brotherhood endorsing Joe Biden, noteworthy. But he, he says we need to teach the Islamic faith more in U.S. schools. And I just ask, what is it about the Islamic faith we're going to teach? For those not aware, the purpose of Islam, according to Islam, and taught to first graders, sixth graders, eighth graders, etc., in U.S. Islamic schools, the sole purpose of Islam is, is to apply and enforce Allah's divine law on the earth. That's called Sharia. And Sharia mandates warfare against all non-Muslims until Sharia is the law of the land on the earth. Is that, is that some of what he wants taught? We, we all come from the same root here in terms of our fundamental basic beliefs. N no, we don't have the same fundamental beliefs. Our country is founded on the law of nature. Nature's God is identified in the declaration as our ideal and that the law applies equally, equally to everybody. Sharia mandates that non-Muslims either convert to Islam, submit to Islam, or are killed. So is that what Mr. Biden calls equivalent? We teach in the West, love thy neighbor, and they teach, obey, submit to Sharia, or be enslaved or be killed. No, Donald Trump has fanned the flames of hate country across the board through his words, his policies, his appointments, his deeds, and he continues to fan those flames. So Mr. Biden is accusing Mr. Trump of fanning the flames of hatred in America. How does speaking at a Hamas online conference bring unity to a community? Hamas, a designated foreign terrorist organization who calls for the destruction of Israel, the killing of all Jews, the obliteration of all Jews, and the establishment of a worldwide caliphate, a global Islamic state under Sharia. How does that fit into unity? Under this administration, we've seen unconscionable, an unconscionable rise in Islamic phobia. The incidents including kids being bullied in school and hate crimes in our communities. Actually, Mr. Biden's comments about uh, increase in all these Islamophobic crimes, uh, he apparently hasn't looked at the statistics because the crime statistics show that the increase in crimes against certain groups is going up in the Jewish community, not in the Muslim community. And by the way, there have been numerous examples around the country, and thank goodness some of them are being prosecuted, where Muslims have lied and staged events and made up events where they were being discriminated against, and it turned out to be a big facade. Right now, we're facing a trio of urgent crises in this nation. Public health crisis, as this pandemic is heading in the wrong direction. An economic crisis, with millions of Americans out of work and small businesses struggling to survive. And a racial justice crisis. 
So we have a series of crises, according to Mr. Biden, in the country. Three, the healthcare crisis with the coronavirus, the economic crisis, and a racial crisis. Well, who created those? He did, and his party did. The coronavirus, who's causing the problems? Democrat governors sending COVID patients into nursing homes, killing people, which now accounts for over 40% of the COVID deaths in the United States. Um, but let's put that aside for a second. The economic crisis, we had the greatest economy in the history of the world during the first three years of Mr. Trump's administration. Broke all the records, highest black employment, highest Latino, more millionaires, more growth, blowing it out the roof until what? Until the Democrats with conspiracy after conspiracy, coup attempt after coup attempt to bring it down. And finally, the racial issue. So we're talking about the riots that have been perpetrated by communists, Black Lives Matter and Antifa, with direct support from Democrat leaders, governors and mayors in Democrat-run communities, Portland, Seattle, Minneapolis, etc. So what in the world is he talking about? A long overdue national reckoning about the way our country has treated blacks, browns, Native Americans, and I know Muslim Americans feel that too, especially black Muslims. There's not one of these issues where Muslim Americans aren't essential to our success. I'll be a president who recognizes and honors your contributions. And these contributions go back, by the way, to our founding. The contributions of Muslims in America goes back to our founding, really? Can we get some historical data on that? This must be the lie perpetrated by the U.S. Muslim Brotherhood. And of course, you all know Hamas is a part of the Muslim Brotherhood. So where in our founding? Where? It, because let's look at our founding. John Adams and Thomas Jefferson, when they met with the ambassador from Tripoli, to the United Kingdom and they met him in London in 1786 and spoke to him. And they asked, why are you attacking US ships and kidnapping US citizens? He said it was an obligation for all Muslims to wage war on those who don't obey Allah and his commands. And the letter that Jefferson and Adam wrote to the Continental Congress remains today in the Library of Congress that relates that story. And what was the first thing the first war America fought after the revolution that Thomas Jefferson launched was into Tripoli. I'm a Marine from the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli and defeated the Muslims so we would not have to pay a quarter or a fifth of our national income to the Muslims in tribute anymore. Because, so we're clear, the history is the first war America fought after the revolution was against Muslims. So get your history straight, Joe Biden. If I have the honor of being president, I will end the Muslim ban on day one. So Mr. Biden says he's gonna end the quote, Muslim ban on day one. Well, actually it's not a Muslim ban. It's a ban on all people from certain countries. And while they may be majority Muslim countries, the reason is because we can't vet them and because they're dangerous countries with no way to vet who's coming in. It's a national security issue, Mr. Biden. It has nothing to do with 
anti-Muslim or anti-anything. But good to know, thank you for being clear that you were going to allow enemies of the United States from countries we can't vet in, just open the doors. So thanks for the clarity on that. You know, I won't be writing any love letters to dictators. Well, you you aren't going to write letters to dictators. Is that, that, I think, what we just heard? But you'll do a conference online for a designated terrorist organization fronting as a group called Engage, Or are your advisors so ill-equipped for their position to actually do basic research on the organization with whom you partnered for this conference? That, that doesn't build trust uh, by American people in your ability to discern friend from foe, Mr. Biden. I'll continue to champion the rights of Palestinians and Israelis to have a state of their own, as I have for decades, each of them a state of their own. So you're going to work to get Israel and the Palestinians states of their own. You may not be aware, Israel already is a state. Now, that was a 1948, maybe you missed that one. Uh, but the Palestinians, Mr. Trump offered a two-state solution. And do you know what the Palestinians said? There's only one state solution because Israel must be wiped off the face of the earth. And the Palestinians have very clearly spoken what it is they do and don't want. They don't want a two-state solution. Hadith from the Prophet Muhammad instructs, whomever among you sees a wrong, let him change it with his hand. If he is not able, then with his tongue. If he is not able, then with his heart. So many of you are living this teaching in your own communities every day. Joining your faith and your principles with the American principles that are consistent. Oh, wonderful to see Mr. Biden quoting a hadith from the Prophet Muhammad. So let's take a look at this hadith, which comes from Muslim, the second most authoritative hadith scholar in all of Islam. And the hadith says this. Whosoever of you sees an evil, let him change it with his hand. And if he is not able to do so, then let him change it with his tongue. And if he is not able to do so, then with his heart. And that is the weakest of faith. What's the point here? The point here is that Islam defines right and wrong, good and evil, through the lens of Sharia. So those who are doing evil are non-Muslims those not following Islam. And so you deal with it either by confronting it physically, by speaking out against it, or by hating and despising un-Islamic governments in your heart. That's the teaching in Islam of what that means. We'll work with you and support you in these efforts. Not try to scapegoat your communities or advance xenophobia political agenda, xenophobic political agenda on the back of Muslim communities. So actually, Mr. Biden, the idea that you just put out that there's a xenophobic attack on the Muslim community, actually what there is is an identifiable Islamic movement in the United States, primarily led by the U.S. Muslim Brotherhood, whose stated objective is to overthrow the U.S. government and establish an Islamic state here. Now, that evidence comes from the largest terrorism financing trials, plural, and published Muslim Brotherhood doctrine, of which 
quite a bit of it is on understanding the threats site. So maybe Mr. Biden go to understandingthethreat.com, go to our research page and click on the Islamic movement part and do a little research and see what the Muslim Brotherhood bylaws actually says, because their, their bylaws say that they are an Islamic organization whose primary goal is to establish Allah's law, Sharia, in the land, and they must fight the enemies and tyrants, the enemies of Allah, to establish an Islamic state on the earth. Those are the very people who you chose to speak to and host your conference. If I have the honor of being elected president of the United States, together we can work to right the wrongs and see our world and see it better with our hearts, with our hands, with our votes. That's excellent. Joe Biden wants to partner with the Muslim Brotherhood and Hamas to make America a better place. Sound like a good plan? Now that, ladies and gentlemen, is John Guandolo's work. Uh, I've had him on the show before. He's nowhere to be found. His site is wiped out. You cannot go to understandingthethreat.com, but you can sure tune in to the Pete Santilli Show right now. And if John Guandolo's around, I'd love to bring him on and revisit all of his work. I'm sure he's got everything backed up. If not, don't worry about it. I've got all of the court records anyway that show, ladies and gentlemen, here is the point. You ready? Joe Biden was given a million votes from Hamas. <laughs> M Gage. And the guy's an attorney. Come on, sue me. Sue me. And he probably will. That's what they do. They sue us, right, to shut us up. You will never, ever, ever silence us. And we will put down this rabid dog known as global Islamic terrorism <laughs> that's taking place right now. These, these Sharia law-loving, female mutilation-loving, global Islamic terrorist lovers right here will be put down. They will be put down in this holy war that has now been kicked off in the holy land. And here they are here in Ohio. From the river to the sea. Palestine will be free. tell you something right now you freaking global islamic terrorist supporting hamas supporting muslim brotherhood supporting disgusting filthy human being you will denounce what took place against humanity 
and not even a thousand years of oppression or more could ever justify the barbarism that came upon God's creatures, his creations. I stand with Jesus. I stand with humanity. And you have a short period of time to choose to join us shoulder to shoulder as we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I ask you for your support. Boy, do I need it. Uh, what I just laid out in today's show, it's going to bring some fire, some fire. I'm actually going to be putting out a call right now uh, to have, believe it or not, Mike Lindell is, is instrumental. There's a reason why they're taking out Mike Lindell, because they know that Mike, Mike Lindell and all the stuff that I was talking about, the discs, the crimes against the United States, the system... Uh, knows about it. It's in the federal court system. Mike Lindell, um, and I'm reaching out to a witness that was in the skiff, a witness that knew about those discs meeting, that a copy of the discs that proved that Barack Obama was spying on Israeli intelligence services. Mike Lindell can bring this information forward. That's a pretty powerful statement. The CIA's OIG has possession of the remaining balance of those disks, but the whistleblower has the copies of the ones that were stolen en route to James Baker. They were in a skiff. Netanyahu, call a meeting, a di diplomatic meeting, right? With the guy that made these. He's <laughs> swear, swear. You know, the, the Lord works in beautiful ways, doesn't he? The Lord, the Lord is going to intervene, isn't he? I want to inspire you to support me with an annual subscription at PeteSantilli.Locals.com forward slash support. If you're monthly, convert to annual. I'll give you a free pillow while supplies last. I think I have 100. Okay, well, I'll get more. I'll get more. I'll get a truckload of pillows. Do you want me to continue on? What I just said in this episode puts my life in jeopardy. Look at what they did to Mike Lindell. They'll destroy him. They can't kill him. You know, it'll be too obvious. He's actually a protected whistleblower because he submitted all those discs to the federal government for whistleblower protection. What I just described to you are facts. Mike Lindell is going to hate me putting his name out there, attaching it to this, but he could literally meet with Netanyahu and say, let me introduce you to the guy that has the copies of the discs that Obama was spying, Muslim Brotherhood supporting, global Islamic terrorist supporting Barack Obama was spying on Israeli intelligence services. Now that's putting a lot of people on the spot who told me, don't ever mention that if you want to continue to stay alive. You know, I, I seek eternal life, and I seek to do good, and I seek to be one of God's warriors. Will you join me? Will you join me? PeteSantilli.Locals.com forward slash support. You get a free pillow. 
as an annual subscriber, you will have also access, and I'm getting off the line, I'm going to go meet with our financial, he's the, the, the financial advisor to the elite of the elite of the elite. The, the families, the royal families that, you know, would want to move trillions of dollars would go by his information. He is going to be offering his information exclusively to our people. And it's going to happen on locals. He's going to, we're going to do 10-minute segments periodically on the public channels. Uh, but the in-depth stuff's going to happen on the locals. He's not going to offer um, financial advice. He has a system. Uh, that the global elite would want to see and know. And he knows that we're on a godly mission. And he's chosen us to relay this information to the world for the first time. I'm, I'm not overblowing this. And if you don't agree, okay, uh, that $45 annual subscription, I'll refund your money back. Okay, this isn't about collecting subscriptions. This is about me putting a nice big steel door up so that, you know, when the goon squad comes to get me, they at least have a tough time doing it. What do you think? Do it right now. Go to PeteSantelli.Locals.com. Help me build up my war chest to build up my defenses. Because you know they're going to try to come and get me, aren't they? You know, can't stop them. Nothing can stop what's coming, including what's going to happen to them. Let's strap these bastards to a concrete building in Gaza. Let Israel sort them out. What do you think? Huh? Make Barack Obama a hood ornament. Out there driving around in Gaza for his support of Muslim Brotherhood for his trading of 400 tons of man pads from Al-Qaeda in Libya to Al-Qaeda in Syria. Where do those man pads go, huh? That guy should be a freaking hood ornament on a concrete building in Gaza by proper authority, of course. I don't want to threaten him. You know, God's retribution should only be considered threatening to the godless okay choose a side wisely obama you're going down clinton you're done brennan we're going to keep you around and freaking torture you with the truth